Hello, and welcome back to the Second Screening Podcast. My name is Nick Lane, and with me, as always, are my very good friends, Matthew and Sheila. Hi, I'm just a friend. What's yeah, up, yeah. Matt? <laughs> She's more than just a friend. She's my fiance. Yay! More than just a friend. So, how's it going, guys? Gals? <laughs> I've, I've had... Uh, so little of this, and I am so toasty right now. So, uh, as many of our normal readers, <laughs> readers. yeah, by the way, they're readers. Yeah, they're, uh, readers. they're getting are, us transcribed. Yeah, exactly. Are aware? Uh, we always celebrate podcast recording with Glenn Levitt, Twelve Year Scotch. Because today's episode is brought to you by the Glenn Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Sheila Ladies is a bit it. of a lightweight. Ladies love it, and. Uh, yeah, so she's getting a little bit toasty on not that much scotch. And I love it. Yeah. yeah. So great. All right, so how are you doing, Sheila? Oh, I'm great. Yeah? I am so good. A little, a little red. <laughs> I don't know where I am right now. Yeah. I don't know how I got here, but I'm doing great. We're in our living room. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, how wow. How did we get here? At least we're not using a box. Yeah, at least we're not using a box this I time. I like that box. I remember you just like walk in and there's just a stack of bubbles. Like, where did all these come from? Yeah, so we don't actually have a real studio. And the last time we had to record by stacking together boxes and then tearing the boxes apart to make makeshift Stands for our microphones. It I was have great. Pictures. I was we very. Post the pictures. I think he's will post the pictures. Yeah, I think when I actually do yeah. the previous episode, it's yeah. done. And it was right? my my field oh, expedient okay. stand. Yeah. Oh, okay. So how are you doing, Matthew? I'm just fine. Um, yeah, I'm ready for this uh, type two fun, and we'll get this uh, road on the show. Okay, I went sounds for a good. Run this morning felt good. I did too, yeah. actually. Yeah, I went for a 30-minute run on a treadmill. Yeah. By the way, I probably shouldn't run on treadmills, but I still do. Well, no, why? Treadmills are, I mean, they're, they're treadmills. Just, they're boring, yeah. but they're, I mean, they're better for your knees. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I will yeah, continue. There's some yeah, there's that flex in the board. I found yeah. out I run like, an, I think I run sideways because like the outside of one foot hurt and the inside of the other one and my back hurt. And I was like, am I dying? You need to do, go to the running store where they like have the high speed photographer or the, the camera and they like oh, yeah. take a picture of your gate and then take a picture of that and post it on the website. Cause I want to see if you do run like a cat or something. I think I run like an idiot. Cause like yeah. my body hates moving. Uh, and so it just tenses up entirely. And might, I'm like. <laughs> you might be like those goats that like have to circumvent like mountains. Cause they have like one leg that's slightly <laughs> yeah. smaller. So it's like, just go around and like a just slightly it's large true. circle yeah yeah. yeah 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 we'll, we'll we'll do some gate analysis we'll see how it goes <laughs> i was a goat earlier yeah. this year i believe that yeah so how was it guys as uh christmas and new year's yeah that's right the greenfieldness of this yeah, one has yeah. been destroyed again <laughs> i was just gonna ask because I, I i i never remember what it is except i remember you said it the one time and i was gonna be like what is it like evergreen everfield greenfield evergreen is actually the right phrase uh-huh. i've been calling it greenfield for so long that it's now just greenfield that's fine I'm, okay yeah evergreen is actually the proper like t- terminology, uh, terminology okay. because it's yeah the idea is that you don't time stamp the content. Sure. I think I've explained this 300 times on this podcast. So if anyone ever like binges this for yeah. whatever god awful reason, <laughs> I did. I yeah. remember binging this, and now yeah. I'm here. We yeah. started at the bottom, and now we're here, boys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So Christmas. Good. Good. Well, Good. you were with me, so yeah, yeah it's true. I was <laughs> more like just you know making content. No, why would we do that? that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You were in China. 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 Yeah, I'll actually talk about that. I watched my second screening of this was on a, a high speed train, so I'll, I'll get to that later. Okay, oh, that's that's probably it. Made it did it make it more exciting or more boring? Just oh, watching things go by. Was oh, it'll, like more oh it'll happen. We'll get there. All right, I'm, I'm ready. My body's ready. I'm saving it. 
So, uh, for those of you who wouldn't know because I haven't released last <laughs> episode, the last episode yet, uh, this time we're reviewing the movie The Baba Duke. Duke, Duke, Duke. So, uh, Matthew, why don't you hit us with some Matthew's factuals? Yeah, so there's not a whole lot here. So, you know, one, I'm, I'm actually surprised because I would think with like a smaller, like, film crew, like the studio and all that is like smaller and they're out of Australia, there's like not a lot of trivia around that. Yeah, I was going to say one piece of trivia is uh, it's Australian. Yeah, one piece of trivia is yeah. it was all recorded upside down. Yeah, it was upside down. Yeah, they had to. For they had, American audiences. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, good. that's a little joke. Yeah, flip, you have to yeah. flip the projector mm-hmm. for the film. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. true. Uh, the, the only interesting ones that I saw was one was it was made with, you know, a budget of like a potato and five dollars which you've seen before <laughs> yeah um you know and the other one uh i think i've read somewhere that uh it was part of like an australian kind of like film grant oh okay you know yeah. like to encourage australian film movies maybe that's wrong or maybe i totally misread it are, are they like an endangered well, i mean there's, there's not a lot of films coming out of australia there's so. not a whole lot of not anything I mean, really coming yeah. out of australia yeah so it's like Except i think Australians. yeah i think that with like the success that like the Flight of the Concords and uh, Taika Waititi. Well, they're New Zealand. Yeah, they're exactly. from New Zealand. Yeah. So I see that like there's more stuff coming out of New Zealand now. Sure. But Australia hasn't really had that kind of success since Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, so. I was going to say, oh, their, number, their number one out, uh, export was Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, what movies? Their other one was Steve Irwin. Yeah, yeah, true. Crikey! Crikey. Huh. Okay. Um, so yeah, and the, the other thing I thought was interesting was uh, the uh, director... Uh, she owns the right to the film and said, uh, no matter how much she was offered, you know, basically people were saying, will you ever make a sequel? She said, no matter how much she was offered, uh, she said she will never, ever make a sequel. And to which I say, good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it would be called Baba Duke. I, Duke. Yeah. And then there'd I, have to be three of them, right? Like I, that would be. It would be called Baba Do. <gasps> D-E-U-X. Oh, shit. Oh, that, that is good. Oh, you like man. that? Yeah, I do like that one. <laughs> I'm going to need a Tide stick. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Take your watches. Brought to you by Tide Sticks. (laughs) And I I would like to uh, rag on uh, Now You See Me Too, because when you talk talk about clever movie titles for sequels, the fact that Now You See Me Too was not called Now Now You Don't don't? is still obsessed to this day. That movie movie was awful, so it didn't really matter, but it would have been better with a clever title. I actually remember Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Mark Ruffalo was in that one, yes. Okay. Yeah, and the first one was fantastic. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think I remember someone else. I was listening to someone, and they made the same comment. Where I was like, "Why it was might it have called?" Been me. It might have been you, <laughs> yeah. actually. <laughs> this has been bothering me for a long time. I think I remember talking about it. Yeah. At the same time, though, it's like if you were in the movie theater and you're like, "Now you don't." Yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't watch this movie. Like, if you didn't have the context of the previous movie, maybe if it was called. Now you see me too. Now you don't. Yeah, but that's no, just they, like that's yeah, we're getting out of control much. again. Yeah. <laughs> that goes back to that goes back to uh, you know Rambo First Blood Part Two. Yeah, okay. although that's just I just enjoy that. Like yeah. it's yeah. just ugh, God, it just keeps titles, going. Like, go on yeah. forever. Yeah. What was yeah. the title of that book you were telling me about? It was like. Uh, like the machinist or how America fell apart. Oh, that's any book. That's any book ever now. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I just enjoy that. I mean, yeah. I know it's not. Uh, I like it in a sort of facetious way, but yeah. it's, people who take it seriously, I just, I well, you know, they're hilarious. like, "Hey, I want to write a book," and they're like, "Okay, what's the title?" And they're like, "Okay, what's the subtitle?" And like, "What's the subtitle?" Like, you can explain more. Like, how long can a subtitle be? And like, as long as you want. And you're just like, guess what font we're using? Keep bitch. it going. <laughs> All right. So the Baba Duke starts with a woman. Um, she's got like blonde hair, kind of like 
what did you guys say? Like mid thirties, like late thirties. Not a day over twenty five. Oh. Not a day over twenty five. I've run into that trap before. <laughs> <laughs> How old do I look? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, anyway, so um, she is like caught in what appears to be some kind of nightmare. Like it's kind of a surreal moment. She looks over, like she's quite confused. She looks over and there's this quite handsome man, and. Uh, he says something. I can't remember what it was. I think it was the it's line. About that's, to rain. Yeah, I think it's about to rain, yeah. and then it like crashes, and then she like stupidly floats down yeah, into her bed. I was really bed. angry about that. I, the third time we watched it today, I was so annoyed about the way she floated down to the bed. I can't even tell you why. It just she's like doing the arm floating. I'm like gesturing now. Nobody was it like Lady yeah. Gaga? Was it like Lady Gaga? I with wish. The well, like the rest like, of her body. If she'd was, done that. If she'd yeah. been like, and then like falling down. I've been like. Oscar. For the uh, podcast listener, she was pantomiming the bad romance dance. Oh, they know. They know. Yeah, okay. They felt they know. it. They know. Uh, no, it was more like she was, um, her limbs, her whole body was straight except for her arms, and they were kind of like floating to her side. They clearly as put though, her on like a, on a pallet or something. Like yeah. Pallet things and, and slowly. Lowered her down, and, her but then like bed. float your arms so make it look like you're in water or something. I it don't know. Been water. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how they did it, but I know that that is, was a, a common, yeah, kind of common thing. thing is you, you water and you edit out the water if you want somebody to look like they're floating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so she floats yeah. back to the bed. Yeah. She, it looked okay. And then she wakes up and the worst character in this entire movie appears and it's her child. Yes. And uh, objectively. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I didn't know when I was going to do it, but this was something I talked to actually the second screening. I'm going to defend the kid. Oh, let me do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One, I don't know if the kid is that annoying in real life or if that child did such a great job acting because you know how like, you know, Jason Bateman just is Jason Bateman. And if the character that he's playing happens to just be Jason Bateman, he like looks like he's killing it, but really he's just being himself. Oh, yeah. And so like, but I'm going to give the kid the benefit of a doubt of the doubt. And, you know, obviously you were designed to hate this kid. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. But I think that it was a clear flaw in either writing or directing because, like, basically they just took an easy way out with this kid. But I, I want to defend, I guess, the actor and say, let's just say the actor killed it. No, I I'd abso- like to believe that. Yeah. I'd like to believe I that. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. I, I think that the kid did a great job. He was probably the best actor in this entire film. But, I know, uh, yeah, I like sure. That you dog. said you said character. You're yeah. right. Yes, he is the worst character ever yeah. seen or created. Absolutely. Fair enough. So Fair this enough. screech monster comes yeah. in and is like apparently speaking English. I guess it was supposed to be mommy according to the uh, subtitles, but I couldn't understand him because he's a screech monster. Yes. The worst. Yes. And so uh, that would be a fun Matthew factual if we could figure out how much of the movie he spends just screaming because I guarantee it's like 80%. We need those UW scientists who are doing like the, the data analyzing movies via yeah. speech and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want absolutely. them to get a hold of this thing. That would be great. Yeah. Hey, shout out to all of those scientists. Yeah. Hook us up. Yeah. They're yeah. listening. We can email. Anyway, so. No, they're listening. They go, they go around with their normal days. Like it kind of shows cases their life. Um, I'm going to do probably the worst job of explaining this movie. Well, nothing happens. Because not a lot happens. Oh, but I think that's another Matthews factual that mm-hmm. I forgot. So apparently she made a short called Monster. Mm-hmm. And then it was, I the guess. The director did? Yeah, the director. And then basically this movie is like, I think the Babadook is like, that expanded upon. Oh, crap. That's Be- probably why. Because one of my biggest criticisms of this movie was like, it would probably be like a, a fine 15 minute internet short. Yeah. 
because uh, oh, nothing in happens. Perhaps it was. Yeah, yeah no, it's a ninety-minute movie, and nothing happens. So, that, like describing it is going to be hard. That actually reminds me of another movie that did the same thing called Nine. Do you remember the oh, Nine? Oh yeah, yeah. You were, like little oh, puppets. With Elijah Wood. Yeah, with Elijah oh, yeah, Wood yeah, is yeah. little like Tim sock Martin puppet monsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a really captivating, like internet short. Yeah. And then they turned it into a full-length movie, and it sucked yeah. it was the same short just yeah. expanded over 90 minutes and Tim Burton's was... done that before with Frank and Weenie oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's and right turned, and the movie was it was fine yeah. right it wasn't it wasn't awful but yeah. it was just sort of like well that was a really cute like that was a great idea you had yeah I know it, it worked out with Nightmare for Christmas but yeah. hey guys guess short. what brevity is the, the source of wit yeah. just sometimes things can be short bring Vine back yeah hashtag uh, bring Vine back true so yes the, sorry to take that away from you but no, yeah, that was a des- great point. Describing this movie is going to be difficult because how do you talk about not a whole lot happening? Yeah, so they're going around their normal days and like they're kind of establishing their lives. But establishing um, kind of like how shitty their lives. How are shitty their lives are. The like, kid like makes weapons in the basement, which he's not supposed to be in. He's some sort of mechanical genius, which yeah, he never yeah, that needs to be tapped play. into. Yeah, yeah, they never explained that. Like how he figured out how to like make all those gadgets. I'm like, that kid's a genius, yeah. but also like the worst. Yeah, um, he's just like some sort of savant. Yeah, seriously. Then they also show the mo- the mother's like life um, and how awful it is, and yeah. how much of a saint she is because she is the best. It wasn't necessarily, I think, that the mom was, like, a saint, but she's kind of the only one trying. Like, the Aunt Claire is just kind of a drag, and, like, the kid is is just crazy. I mean, I take it back. The dog's the dog's doing a great job. Yeah, oh, Bugsy the dog. Bugsy the dog, and then the neighbor lady was also kind of a sweetheart. But oh, yeah, just I like, like the neighbor. Oh, and that one guy was dope. The, uh, the, the guy who was trying to... The he's like, was he's trying the to get only it. guy I cared about in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Was he the only guy in this movie? No, Well, I mean, the only person. I yeah. About. So, oh, right. yeah. like I said, they're, they're going around, like, kind of establishing, like, He's a trouble in school because he made a weapon and brought it to school, despite the fact that he shouldn't have. And then someone got hurt. No shit. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, hold on. I don't think somebody got hurt because she asks that. We're never going to get the synopsis done. No, they. But she asks. She's like, did someone get hurt? And they're like, someone could have gotten their eye poked out. No, I thought she said like someone got shot in no. the arm. No, I think no. I think she's correct. I did. I did not think somebody got hurt. Nobody actually got hurt. Yeah. They jumped on him because they don't oh. like it. I have an idea that this is all just like commentary. I think it goes off the rails, but I think it's all sort of commentary. Well, wait, on wait on that one. Until, we'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll we'll to get, it. yeah. it's it's a po- it's part of that point where he brings a weapon to school. He's not supposed to. Obviously, he's not supposed to have it on him. But nothing came of it. Nobody got hurt. It's just they caught him with it, and then they're like, "Okay, we're going to sequester him." Yeah. So they, at this part of the movie, they're kind of like going around establishing the, the bit characters. Um, the mother, whose name I forget, has a Amelia. Amelia. I never. I. They said it a million times. Amelia. I never remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Amelia. Um, they go around uh, like the aunt is or the kid's aunt or the mother's Claire, sister right? Claire, yeah. Claire is like part of their life and then she has a daughter named Ruby which is supposed to be like one of them's normal and the other one's not like try and figure this yeah, out but Ruby's this a out. pill too yeah she sucks mm-hmm. um, they have a next door neighbor who uh, the mother like does the some chores for to like make her life easier again showing off how much of a saint the mother is mm-hmm. um, and they're like they have a great relationship um, the kids in school not doing well clearly he's also the worst then, I'm not sure if we made that clear. Yeah, let's, sure. let's make sure we hit that point. Yeah. yeah, and then the mother also works at a old folks' home, and there's a guy there that's trying to pork her. 
Yeah. 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 And so that like that kind of scene plays out a few times. Like they kind of go through these like scenarios and it's just a bunch of stuff happens. That's why it's hard to describe. It's like a bunch of things happen and the child continues to suck. At one point, they pulled out this book called Mr. Babadook. And earlier in the movie, they'd established that she reads to him every night before oh, he goes yes, to bed. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and so she let him pick. Yeah. And he picked it. And he picked this book and she's like, where did this come from? I should know what books you have since yeah. I'm the one who gets them for you. Yeah. Um, and it's Mr. Babadook. And it's this like weird book. That's like kind of cool. It's about like this guy's like, hi, I'm your friend. It's that, the like, ring in book form. It's, it's the ring. Tim Burton presents the <laughs> ring. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so it introduces the main monster, I guess, of this movie uh, called the Babadook. And basically the idea is that if you let the Babadook in, you can't get rid of him. And he infects you from the inside and turns you into a monster. Him, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. It's not entirely clear. Yeah. And, it, so, and guess what? It never will be. Yeah, yeah. true. So from that point on, like her life starts to progressively spiral down. Like the kid gets even more crazy. Um, well, like that, or arguably, he becomes more sane. I like as I, as I was watching it, I was sort of like, well, there's a clear tipping point after reading that book where I'm like, well, sh- maybe he's seeing things as they really are, and maybe she's not. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the, the movie, t- it flirted with, at least I thought, you know, kind of the unreliable narrator, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. I a little mean, bit, yeah. I think it flirted with a lot of things that it's like, this would make for a clever movie. And, and I think... Yeah, but I wish they picked one and stuck to it. Yeah. It's sort of, they, you're right, they flirted with a lot of things, but yeah. they're like, I really don't want to settle down. I'm keeping my options open. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so at one point, yeah, it's like, oh, maybe, you know, this unreliable narrator is, you know... Maybe the kid is the same one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was right all along. So, yeah. At some point, I think it's around, not around this point, but this reading the book kind of established. Yeah, catalyst this part where, like, she gets rid of the book. um, She hides it. Yeah, she she hides it it on top of the cabinet or something. The armoire. Yeah. Yeah, and so she hides it. And then the kid (laughs) gets, like, (laughs) the kid gets more and more, like, troublesome uh, to the point where he's actually kicked out of school. Uh, I think this was after that point. Um, so he's kicked out of school because he brought a weapon to school, as we she said. She pulls him out, remember? She they, pulls him they out. They want to sequester him and give him, like, a private tutor. We had a talk. We were like, that sounds great. A yeah. private tutor? Yeah. And she's like, no, I want, you know, my kid deserves, he already feels so Yeah, different. I want my kid to be normal. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Which is like, Your yes, kid ain't too, normal. Too yeah. bad, lady. Yeah. And so, yeah, they were basically too keep the safety in the school for the other kids they're gonna sequester him pretty reasonable action i thought they were being proactive i really like that decision i I absolutely did too i totally agreed with the school yeah i thought that she was she's being way too much of an overprotective mother although who knows how things are in australia for all we know there's like cattle prods involved or something yeah exactly (laughs) so um she pulls her kid out of the school with a quoting a line like i you know i'm gonna find another school where they treat my boy like a person and not just another problem and it's like I think that they were actually doing that, and you're a crazy person too. Actually, yeah, yeah. I think she makes a point. She always calls him Samuel. Yeah, and everyone Sam. calls everyone calls him her the boy. Kid, yeah, the boy. Which yeah. is like it pisses if her anything, off. If oh. anything, the movie does well. It's consistency, like sure. you know, well, not maybe not in terms of like plot points or points of view or whatever, but they're always like. You know, if there's one thing that they're like, we're going to do this, they do it every single time. Yeah. So Matt, or Samuel's always called Samuel. The mm. Duke always knocks three times. Like, Or if anyone ever knocks, it's always three times. Sure. Well, Samuel, if Sa- Samuel's only called Samuel by his family mm. or by the old woman, everyone else calls him the boy. Mm. Yeah, correct. And so that's kind of supposed to be like a tipping point to be like, you're an Because that's a reveal later, right? Yeah. So. And so after reading the book, like, 
uh, I think at some point Samuel like brings it back down and was like screaming about the Babadook again. He comes back and he's like, "Oh, the Babadook's in my room. It's like, oh, the old cabinet doors were closed and now they're wide open." Oh like, yeah, is that, where, is that where she's she's uh, masturbating? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She yes, absolutely. Which, I, I forgot honestly, about this. Honestly, do not blame her. No, yeah, no, for sure. Get she, you some. She was yeah. trying to blow off some steam, yeah. unwind a little bit, yeah. and this little shit ruins it right at the point Don't of like have kids everybody yeah, yeah seriously uh right at the point where she was like about to climax yeah and this kid i i don't know about all that it seems i think that's what they're building ahead. up i think that's what they're building up for like i don't think that no she was like doing it for all of like 30 seconds yeah. usually it takes a bit longer but it seemed like that's what they're building up for <laughs> yeah for, from a cinema standpoint because it can't like go on like Two minutes or more. I mean, they spent a lot of time on some other things. I was hoping they might. That's true. But it yeah. was really awkward because you know there's like that kid is running around. and, and Yeah, whatever. absolutely. But yeah, so you, she's spanking it, right? Yeah. And, then, and then the kid just like peers out of nowhere and I was like, that would be the worst moment of my life. Absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah It's kind of like that, that point in Grandma's Boy where like the mom walks in and he just comes over the mom. I was kind of waiting for something like that to happen. <laughs> the I feel like the Australian, because like Australia has like a film board. I mean, like they have like decency laws and all that right yeah like, i don't think you could get away with that in Australia. probably not oh. so yeah after that moment then she finds a book again she takes it downstairs and she rips it up she rips it up and throws it away yes um but, life... but something new is written in it this time no 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 that's no, later time. no that's later no 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 because no, it's like no she rips it time. she no it's just what she rips it up shit then i don't know yeah no she rips it up and then throws it away because she's like oh, this sucks yeah um no, that's where she finishes it. Because the first time she doesn't get to finish it. Because Samuel's like, does does he hurt the little boy? Ah, ah, and starts crying. crying. This time she actually finishes it. And she's like, it, what's the last line? It's like, uh, you're going to wish you were dead. Yeah, you'll no, wish I you thought, were dead. I thought she finished she it. Read it. She read the first time. She No, it's it literally like when Samuel brought it back again. Or she found on the bed. She just ripped it up and threw it away. Yeah. She only reads it twice. No, I, no, I thought I thought she finished it the first time. But at some point, right. page, did, yeah. pages are added. At yeah, at some point at the end. Because... Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so, time. or, again, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's, it's so, I don't know why this is so important to me, because it's always a rule of threes. And I, so. I don't think that was the case this time. Okay, I could Because I don't, I don't remember her reading it a third time. I remember her picking up and flipping through it, mm. and there wasn't anything different about it, and so she was like, she ripped it up, and she was like, ugh. Yeah, fair um, enough. Okay, sure. And I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't remember there being anyone, when she rips it up, I don't remember there being anything different. She's just like, I'm fucking sick of this book. I don't know where it came from. So she throws it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, her life continues to spiral down the drain. Um, she does a poor job of doing bingo at her job. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, she does. Like, yeah. well, she was like reading and she's like, okay, maybe somebody could get a bingo at yeah. some point. And yeah. then like, she picks up the next number. She's like, five billion. Yeah. Anyone got five billion? I don't know. I like she was like 88, two fat ladies. And I was yeah. like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> that tickled me. Yeah. I actually, I really like that too. But apparently she got like uh, reprimanded. reprimanded yeah. Good. No, when I watched that and like, I mean, obviously at this point I was not a huge fan, but like when I was like watching that, all I wanted to be like, let's try it again without the sass, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Matthew and bingo. This yeah. is a serious Tuesday night bingo, everybody. Yeah. So yeah, she got reprimanded, and then the guy who wants to pork her was like, "Oh, why don't you take off because that old bitch is left for the day? So I'll I'll take up your shit." And she's yeah. like, "Oh no, okay, whatever." Yeah. And he's like, "Whatever." Ha ha. They have like this flirtatious moment that she yeah. t- that she leaves, and 
uh, something happens with her kid. Well, no, she has this. So again, like there's this oh, yeah. moment of reprieve that she gets. It's like all of ten seconds where yeah. she's just sitting in the car eating a fucking ice. She's sitting in the car yeah. eating an ice cream. Yeah, that's right. She went to the mall for a second. Yeah, she, went to yeah, the she mall. just sat there and like watched people like she had never been to the mall before. Yeah. And then she's eating an ice cream in the car, and then she sees like the, the couple making out, and she's like, "Why can't I have nice things?" Like this yeah. is literally that moment. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So after she and gets like the rest rings. of her day off, she like has a moment just to herself to do like nice things mm-hmm. and, and then she sing- sees yeah she, she sees these couple and then she knows her phone and she's got 10 missed calls yeah. so she left her stupid shitlord of a son uh with the <laughs> other shitlord, shitlord of a sister yeah, yeah. super shitlord of a sister uh where apparently the son was like telling his cousin all about the babadook yeah. which is from the book oh and yeah and like talking to it and stuff too. yeah oh yeah, and yeah he right. talks to yeah, thin yeah, air yeah yeah, yeah. And so she was like, showed up and they were like having this big fight. And the kid is like constantly yelling at his mom. Yeah. And was like, he's I, just constantly yelling. But this is the part where he starts saying, like, I don't want you to die. Yeah. I think that. it's when it starts, like, it's first, he starts hinting at that. Yeah. The kid was always like really visceral, viscerally aggressive, where he's yeah. like, if I find the monster, I'll bash its head. And I'm like, good Jesus, what yeah. is going on with this kid? But then, but then he like starts getting directed at her. Yeah. He's like, don't, you don't want to die, do you? And yeah. like, Whatever else he was yelling about. Yeah. He's like, I'll, she's like, promise not to bring up the Babadook again. He's like, I'll promise to protect you. Yeah. And that's like when my slapping hand came up because I was like, that's not what I said. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, <laughs> like, I do not advocate for child abuse. I do. But this kid needed to get hit. Yeah. Seriously. And so, they, yeah, there's a, a big tiff back at home uh, where he's like kind of bringing, he's kind of having this mental breakdown around the Babadook as he's constantly having during this movie. And then the guy shows up with like flowers and like chocolates and stuff like that. No, and a model airplane. And a model airplane for the kid. Cause yeah. he's How like, nice Hey, look, he was super nice. He like yeah. knows that the kid's kind of a trouble. And he like, he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of stepdad material. What do yeah. you think? Yeah. And then she just like, this is, and then he, or he's like, Oh yeah. Like I always liked to do model airplanes when I was sick. And she had like told him that he was sick. Cause like she'd missed a day of work or something. Yeah. Something and like that. Like, oh, why? And she's like, Oh, he's sick. And what? It was something Did like she that. Get, is this when she went to the doctor and got this? No, that's pill? slightly, that's, that's coming it's later. just, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. It's about to, that's about yeah. to happen. Okay. Then yeah. Yeah. So the kid was like, I'm not sick. Yeah. And then she's just like, Here's what's going on. My kid got pulled out and she like just has this breakdown in front of this guy. Yeah. And I yeah, think no. I was saying like I say that's a mercy killing because she's like, you don't want to step into this pile of like shit. Like that is my life. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fun while it lasted, but like you gotta know what you're getting into. And it's this. Yeah. And it's not gonna get any better. And he was never to be seen again. Yeah, yeah. and then he just fucked right <laughs> off, yep. right? And I was like, yeah, you know, smart. Yep. So, oh my God. <laughs> uh, Matthew said something funny the first time we watched it, where he's like, you better backpedal that crush right now, young man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that is exactly what that guy yeah. did. Yep. He dropped off the face of Australia, yeah. for all I fucking know. Yeah. So um, after that, I think the next big thing that happens is Ruby's, his, the cousin's the birthday, birthday party. party yeah. The cousin's birthday party. So normally what had happened was that uh, they established earlier that the two of them shared a birthday party because yeah. the boy the boy's Rudy. birthday party is the same day that his father died. Yeah, essentially. So his mother never celebrates been, yeah. it on the day. Yeah, never celebrates on the day, and it's kind of been alluding alluded to or like basically spelled out at this point that anytime someone brings up her dead husband, she kind of shuts down. Yeah, or like changes the subject or anything, including her own son's birthday party. Yeah, which is not healthy. Not oh boy, not healthy. No, yeah. I think it's perfectly fine. Oh yeah, yeah. totally fine. Kid. And yeah, seriously. But and 
so this year the girl wanted her own birthday party so they like had to go together um i was trying to remember there was like some confrontation that the two had earlier where like it's clear that the cousins kind of hate each other one be- when um when when she went to pick up the boy right yeah that's yeah. right yeah yeah yeah. You, yeah that's right i'm sorry when he was talking about the baba duke and like yeah. claire oh, yeah. was just like he's a maniac like yeah. he's just talking yeah, about she's all like, this it's rubbish. not normal to be talking about this rubbish and yeah she's, so it's not wrong yeah absolutely yeah. not but it's like clear that the sister doesn't like the child yeah. and that, oh, she's about to say it too. and she yeah. like just spills it up so at the birthday party uh the mother meets some of her sister's friends who are like oh one of them works for you know disadvantage like uh, oh i work for this I volunteer for this institute for disadvantaged women, and it was like, aren't I, aren't I the best? Yeah. I'm a saint. Yeah, anyway, exactly. Here's my five billion dollar ring. Yeah, yeah, and then they start talking about like their rich, like privileged lives, and it was yeah. just like, and she kind of goes off on them a little bit. She's like, which was so good. It was oh, actually see, quite I, like, cathartic. Totally disagreed. Like, like her, she was just being a miserable. Yeah, it's like way to way to contribute to the fun. Yeah, like when she was like basically like, oh, your lives must be so hard. And it's like, well, I mean they not weren't necessarily doing the right thing, but you're also kind of being a bitch too. Oh, no, I, I agree. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right, but I was feeling it. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Just like, they were like, oh, you know what? Like you're disadvantaged. Like you yeah. should totally, I don't I remember. They like talked down to her yeah. and uh, she makes a point of it. In fact, the director or whoever, the, the filmography of the scene shows them kind of like towering up above sure, her. Sure, yeah. She's sitting in the thing and she's all dressed kind of dowdy and the yeah. rest of them are like wearing posh things and they're yeah. like, yeah. She's oh, sitting I just at got a kid- my nails done but I don't even have time to go to the gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's then, sitting down at the kitchen table and yeah. they're all standing up and, and, so it's, and the way it's shot is like right. from a, like a hard angle from both yeah, directions. They definitely, yeah, they, they definitely weren't subtle about that scene, right? right? right. Yeah, so and it she's was, like, oh, it must be so hard and like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, you... you Slack it to him. Yeah, I agree. Like it was like if that happened in real life, it would be like what a bitch. But like as an outside, like as an omniscient observer, yeah, it's absolutely. like oh, all right, yeah, <laughs> you know, I give her a pass. Yeah. But no, I, I absolutely. So that wasn't even the worst thing that happened at the birthday party because oh, yeah. later on, yeah, uh, the cousin was tormenting the poor boy. This is the only time I'll say that poor boy. Yeah, uh, because his name he was Samuel. Yeah, his name's Samuel. Uh, the shit monster. The shit monster. Uh, because he was just by himself in her tree fort, and he knows that no one likes him, so he was just like, I'm just going to hang out here by myself, away from the fun. Yeah. Like, just go be, just leave me alone. And she, the cousin wouldn't, so she finally said something that was truly outrageous, which was that, like, you don't even deserve to have a father. Your dad wanted to die so that he wouldn't have to be around you. Yeah. And then the kid pushes her out of the tree fort. Yep. Which I also agree Which with. I also agree with. Because yeah. like that one was like, no, this kid sucks, but he doesn't deserve for you to say that to him. Like, sure. that's awful. That's yeah, the worst yeah, thing yeah. in the world, like, yeah. you could possibly say. Yeah. So, again, everybody in this movie is terrible, except for the mom up until... The dog. Yeah. The only person that gets a pass from me is the dog. I and maybe the, the mom, old woman. No, the the old woman and the and the guy with the model are playing. Yeah, they're those like... Those two are solid. Yeah, yeah those two are solid. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, The mom, I thought, was, like, doing the best she could, and so I kind of gave her more of a up pass. Up until a certain point. Up until, like, yeah. this breaking point that we're about to get to. So, anyway, he breaks his cousin's nose, and that basically ends the uh, the party. Yeah. And so they're driving back. Like most broken noses. Like most broken noses at uh, parties. Um, so they're driving back home and she like kind of breaks down on the kid and the kid is just like screaming mommy the entire time because he's afraid of the Babadook. 
And then she finally turns around and she says, and this is the best line in the movie, she's like, why can't you just be normal? Yeah. And the child responds by screaming as loud as he could. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. I laughed so hard at that part. It was part. such a, like, yeah. that me moment. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness gracious. I was like, why can't you be normal? And it's like, fair point. Yeah, okay. you know what, you're yeah. right. You know, that, you put it you, that way. You know, what a to- totally normal thing for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, that's hard to argue with, but. So they have like a kind of troubled um, night together. And then, uh, no, no. It, no, it's this not is, when he has the seizure. Yeah, you're right, actually. So he does have, like, she finally yells at him to the point where he has a seizure. And it turns out, like, his brain had gotten too hot. Which, which is guess, totally a thing. That is a, that is a thing. That Nine out of ten thing. doctors agree. No, it is a thing, thing but it was thing. like... Yeah. Okay. It was just strange. Like, it just... I, I mean, sure. Why yeah. not? Oh, it was, sorry. It was pretty clear that, like, she, like, went through, like, a medical dictionary. It's like, gotta come up with a cause for this. Because I never established that he was epileptic. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And they're like, hot brain. Hot brain. Hot brain. Work. We got a hot brain here. So, um, she goes to the doctor, and then the doctor's like, I can... Yeah, this is, every kid sees monsters and he's like, it's more than that. Like, he, she, he talks to these monsters. And he's like, well, I can prescribe you to go see, or I can refer you to a therapist. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that'd be great. He's like, it's going to take some time to get in. She's like, okay, so what about drugs? Then? Yeah, yeah, in the meanwhile, can you put him down? Yeah, yeah so like, she's like, it's going to be about three weeks before we get an appointment. And she's like, in the meantime, can I get some sedatives for a child? Yeah. I wrote down... Uh, one of the things is like drugs are the answers kids yeah Yeah. ding correct and so he like prescribes yeah he prescribes a tranquilizer for the kid just so that they can sleep through the night Um, and so the first night horse tranquilizers yeah horse tranquilizers so the first night uh, she gives it to the kid and he like falls asleep and then the movie ends and everyone's happy you know Um, (laughs) Oscar roll credits so she like gets actually a good night's sleep and then she wakes up the next morning and someone's knocking on the door. Yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three. And then she like goes outside, doesn't see anyone, and then uh, turns away and you hear this very like way louder, boom, boom, boom. And that's clearly the sign that's Babadook because like in the book it says like, oh, the Babadook will announce himself with like- Knock three times. He'll knock three times. Yeah. Baba Duke, Duke, Duke. And so she goes outside again, like, holy crap, there's a book. And so she starts reading through it. And someone had, like, pasted it back together, taped it back together. But this time it was like, you'll never bet. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's something like making a wager with her. I'll make mm. you a wager. I'll make you a bet. Something. Something, something you'll never forget. Mm. Or something along those lines. But basically, that. like, it spells out what's about to happen. Where it's like, you're going to let me in. Then you're going to kill your dog. And then you're going to kill your child. Yeah. And she's like, holy shit. Like, and then we're or like, yeah, then you're, cause I remember there's this one part and I think and then you're going to kill yourself. It, you're going to kill yeah. yourself. And she, the little paper doll version of herself slits her own throat yeah. and like red paper comes out. Yeah. And every time I see that part, I'm like, who made this book? This is a very well-crafted yeah. book. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's wow. Amazing. Somebody really spent some time to like make sure these things happen. Yeah. Wow. I will say that no one looked happier in this entire movie than that paper doll or whatever Version like the, her. the yeah. fold up of herself did yeah. stabbing herself in the neck yeah, and I she abs- looked well rested as yeah. an audience member right. I absolutely agree yeah yeah. so suicide's the answer kids. yeah exactly so then she goes out and burns the book 
um, and then calls her sister, and her sister it still will not give her the time of day at all. It, you know, maybe understandably because her child did just break her own child's right. like nose, so sure, she's a little sure. bit over it. Yeah. Um, but that yeah, kind of like goes... Still, yeah, it's, it's like you may not know the relationship between the two and how tense it's been or whatever, but like that phone call was so shitty. It was yeah. really She's like, shitty. I can't help you right now. I'm like, when the fuck have you ever helped her? Yeah, they kind of established earlier on, like there was like a... There's been these series of breaking moments for the mother's character, and one of them earlier on, around the time of like the uh, the birthday party, was like she was like, "I just want you to listen to me." And she's like, "I listen to you all the time." I was like, "No, I listen to you all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't care about me." Right. And so I was like, "This is another case of that exact thing happening." Sure. She's like, "I I just can't help you right now." Right. And I was like, "Oh, sorry. I'm not. My life isn't perfect like yours." And well, Amelia even's like, "I don't want you to help, or like, I don't need your help. I just need to talk or something." Yeah. And she's well, like, she was about I to say, don't... "I just need to," and then she was shut. That cut was off. it. She yeah. was just like, "If you're really worried about it, call the police," and like hangs up. And it's like, God damn. Yeah, exactly. So then she goes to the police and has, like, the weirdest conversation that anyone's ever had with the police, I would say, where, like, the two people in the back are either laughing at her or staring at her, like, strangely. Yeah, well, yeah she tells her story and everyone in the police station hears it. And, like, and I mean, that's a I, that's a very real-world reaction, so, yeah. you know, it was yeah happening. It was just, like, so stilted, but it could also be, like, from her perspective, like, as we established, like, maybe at this point she's no longer a trustworthy narrator. Yeah. And so, like, from her perspective, everyone's, like, staring at her for way too weirdly, like, because, like, the guys in the background were really animated, and then when they started staring at her, they were, like, standing straight. Right. And they didn't move, so, like, maybe she, like, perceived them as, like, being weird, and suddenly yeah. everyone was weird. It's interesting, like, the sort of staging of a lot of this it, it changes drastically especially like in the car crash scene that's going to come up like if you watch it things are from different angles now mm-hmm. and things uh there's almost like a fisheye lens on some of the scenes and they're really fast zoom ins and zoom outs and mm-hmm. it's just very clear that like if she is in fact the narrator if she was ever trustworthy she's certainly not now yeah and there was well there was the the, the coat rack which had the babadook's coat on it in the police station right yeah, yeah there's a no, coat no. and a hat that looked like the yeah. babadook and she freaked yeah. out yeah, yeah so it's like is she seeing those two yeah and you know i like to give directors benefit of the doubt for everything you mentioned but mm-hmm. i also think that it's possible they were like let's just do stuff and then it'll look crazy and they're like yeah mm-hmm. yeah like the time we want it so at this point then, like, I'm going to try and speed up because I feel like we're getting a little long in the tooth for a movie that doesn't necessarily deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, she progressively gets more and more possessed by the Babadook. Turns out, if you deny the uh, Babadook, it makes him more powerful. And uh, so she just continues to deny him over and over again. He Like, all the things that he predicted were going to happen, happen, where, like, he starts to take over her That like, was the life. line. Sorry, it was like, I'll make you wager, I'll make you a bet. The more you deny, the stronger I'll get. That's exactly it. And so, like, she's like, I'm an adult and I don't believe in supernatural, like, monsters. So because she doesn't believe in the supernatural, like, anything, or, like, she's trying to convince herself that she doesn't, it then acts as a gateway for the Babadook to take over over her body. Like, and the manifestation of the Babadook keeps appearing in, like, different ways, either in the television, where she's, like, watching the the, the show, like, it's an old, like... Look at how crazy movies are going to be. That was basically the ring in the ring form. Yeah, Which absolutely. was one of the few things I liked about this movie. Yeah, absolutely. That, that part was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Whereas, like, 
she was just watching something and suddenly like the Babadook was there or she was like cleaning uh, the dishes and she looked up at her neighbor's house and the Babadook was in the background. Yeah. I didn't notice that until the second time I saw that. Whoops. I, like just spoilers. Yeah. Jumped yeah. into my second screen. But that yeah. was one thing I noticed the second time and not the first time. Oh, where, well, before, I'm sorry to interrupt. Like to make sure that we mentioned this though, this is after, this is after she starts taking the pills, right? Oh yeah, that's right. That's like, that's, pivotal yeah uh, or at least i think so yeah right up like when her kid starts taking pills she starts taking pills of her own either like she's sneaking her kids pills but no, no, no. they both they both got a prescription oh i thought only the kid yeah, got they, a prescription yeah, they both no, got a prescription i don't think they necessarily talk about it though but i yeah. think that was that, sort of that was always the, yeah that was always the thing i received was like hey this pills is, you both get a pill the pills to help you sleep to go through the short term which is interesting because i don't think she actually sleeps there's the the first night you know she like drifts back into the bed sure it's like oh now she's finally gonna get sleep but then she looks over and it's 11 o'clock yeah and she's, i thought she's it was like, 11 o'clock looks, in the morning was that, that was supposed to exactly it's 11 o'clock in the morning and she looks haggard so i'm like there are a lot of people that take sleep medications and you can't get your mm. full night you only get light sleep you don't get rem or um mm. deep mm. but you don't need that much of you need mostly light sleep but whatever if you're that sleep deprived at that point you might start hallucinating and whatever and that's when she tells him to eat shit oh yeah yeah so i think the implication is she's taking these pills but she's still not getting sleep oh i actually thought that that was like the first manifestation of the babadook entering her well so that's i think that's supposed to be like you could read it either way right this is the conversation i was yelling about well no no no, wait wait, wait. where i was like so was it the pills or was he real well no that because she had the vision of the Babadook like entering her at that point. Cause like at one point, like her, the manifestation of him get like so frequent. And then like he enters her room. Yeah. Where he's literally hovering over it, but she's taking the pills at that point. I'm as well. Positive. Right. Yeah. I think you're right. It's from that. It's from the moment from that doctor's office where she's like, it's so bad. <laughs> They're like, Oh, usually, you know, I don't prescribe pills willy nilly. And she's like, well, this what do you think? This is America. Yeah. yeah. She's like, this is neither willy nor nilly. So mm-hmm. he prescribes them. Uh, with the uh, caveat that they'll see a therapist afterward. Right. And then he starts, and there, there's an interesting like flip sort of there where he's like, I want to go to bed. I'm tired. And she's like, no, stay up with me. Remember? Cause now yeah. she's scared of the Babadook, but she's, it only happens after she starts taking the pills. Right. Right. So I'm fairly certain. Anyway, so what a creative point. Yeah. Never been <laughs> so, done before. Yeah. Thanks, so anyway, yeah. whether or not it's the pills or not, yeah, the Babadook like enters her body through her mouth at one like, around this point after seeing her more and more and just like jumps into her mouth. Oh, I don't yeah. remember that at all. Yeah, yeah, I remember that part. Also, my last thing wasn't ragging on you; it was ragging. No, on no, no, I, I totally no, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I, uh, this is my movie. Yeah. I invented it. So then, after that, her like whole demeanor changes, which is why I think it's after that part where she actually yells at Samuel for the first time, where he, the kid is like, "I just took those pills, and like told they me made to. me hungry. I'm hungry. Is like sleeping, then he's not feeding him. Yeah, and yeah. She, yeah. well, I don't even know if she's sleeping. It was like uh, she's in bed. She's, she's not. In bed. She's not. And he. And this is the first time like he comes in like a ch- I imagine a child would. Where he's mm-hmm. like, Mom. I'm real hungry. I took the pills like you told me. Like Oliver yeah, he like Oliver, That's exactly what I was <laughs> yeah. like. I said like Oliver Twist. He doesn't, like, he doesn't come in in the middle of a conversation. Like he and has, screaming. And screaming every other time. Like every other time he's woken her up, it's been like, oh, we've got to go now. And yeah. it was like, when did you ever come in and say good morning? Like yeah. when did you yeah. initiate conversation? It's always halfway through a conversation with this fucking kid. Mm-hmm. Except for this moment where yeah. he actually is acting like a child. Where he's nauseous because that's a side effect of, of the medication. medication. And he needs food and mm-hmm. he couldn't find it. 
any in the fridge. In the fridge, because she'd taken it, and we should back up for a second here. She'd taken all the food out of the fridge because she hallucinated cockroaches. That's right. I Remember? forgot about that. She was like, oh, there's cockroaches. Oh, my God. They were, like, on her and then on the fridge. And so she pulled everything out of the fridge and moved the fridge, and there was, like, this whole, like, infestation. I didn't and forget then, about that. I purposely didn't talk about that because it was so inconsequential. And well, it wasn't. Stupid. It was just it her. It was, like, it part of her snapping. It, well, I wouldn't. I, I don't give two shits about that. What, yeah. what, what was important that I think came out of that was when the child care services yeah, showed yeah, up. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm cleaning the house. I'm in the middle of cleaning things. There's all these cockroaches. And, and then she walks in, and they're all gone. Yeah. And she's like, but she's aware enough to be like, I sound fucking crazy. She's right. like, it was in the wallpaper. I I fixed it. Do you yeah. want to leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So something we kind of glossed over was at some point, these child care service people come and they're like, we need to get him to a new, your kid to a new school. Also, you need to sign these papers. And then they look around. They're like, you're clearly having like this weird episode. It's not even clear what it is they're there to do, by the way. I think like, get him into another school. It was, like, yeah, it was some sort of like required from Australian government to yeah. check. They're like child truancy welfare. officers. Yeah, no, child it was welfare. like, she's like, they've only, she's only been out of school for like two days. And they're like, we know, but we're here anyway. No, I think no. I it's two weeks. My it's two weeks. My understanding was like that was part of the original school when like that was part of the deal or something like that. Like I I didn't think. Oh, maybe was, they made a report. It, yeah, or and something. it didn't really matter. I, I just, it know. didn't seem that weird to me. Where it's like, okay, this kid yeah. is no longer in school, and they're the government's aware of it, so yeah. now they're going to try and do something about it. That's weird. I'm well, just, yeah, well, weird to have a proactive government. Yeah, um, yeah maybe because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but you, you pull your kid out of school, it's like it's none of the goddamn. Whatever his business. Yeah. So these guys show up. Yeah. These guys show up and it's like right before her breakdown and like getting like the absorbing the Babadook. Um, And she's, she hallucinated these cockroaches, like pulled everything out of the fridge. Yeah. That's why there's no food. That's why why he's like, please mom, I'd like some more. And she's like, eat shit. Yeah. So finally she's like, if you're so hungry, why don't you go eat shit? And I was like, hell yeah. 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 Fuck that kid. Uh, but then she like apologizes and because like I don't want to lose you and they get ice cream and they, and get, they ice get ice cream, cream which is also like where was eat? the ice cream then it was at yeah. the like Shoney's or wherever yeah, they, they yeah they go well, to no, the Australian she, Denny's oh that's right no she's like oh we can go to Wally's is Wally's yeah. um, you can get whatever you want uh, sorry there was another time where she brought ice cream out and I was like where was that ice cream oh okay uh, also why is it white and also pink. Like, what are the pink parts? Like, is it pink Maybe she just cream? ate all the chocolate out of the Napoleon. Oh, yeah, the Neapolitan. The Neapolitan, that's the yeah. one. So, yeah, they go to, like, this, like, Denny's, and there's another family, and the other kid, the kids in the other family are acting even worse than this kid. And yeah, I didn't know that was, was possible. scene? I didn't like, know it was possible, but yeah. I don't even know what I was, like, supposed to glean from that. I was like, oh, I guess he's well, not a shit lord that, anyway. That, that Ambien does wonders. Oh, that's yeah. This movie's about taking Ambien. Yeah, actually. Well, actually, I guess if I were to, like, look at it again, like, thinking about it, it kind of harkens back to the point you were making where it's like, this is around the time where they swap who's the sane and responsible one, who's not. Yeah. Because who's like the right kid, who's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Who's right and who's wrong. Because the kid now at this point is not talking for once in this movie. He's not mm-hmm. saying anything or screaming at all. And it's somebody else who's screaming and making noise. And so like, this is kind of him becoming the adult in the relationship and not her, where she took him somewhere irresponsible because she can't pay for this. She can barely pay for the house that they have. And now she's like spending money frivolously on this like stupid thing because she yelled at her kid. Yeah, because mm. Claire is like, you can't even pay your own bills. So like they made it painfully clear. Yeah. I mean, uh, at, th- at this point in the movie was probably like the 47th time where I was like, got it, got yeah, it, got, got it. it, got it. Yep. Yeah. Got it. So you mean people who work at like 
old people homes don't make like 150k a year. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure they do. Yeah, got so, it. Yeah, and <laughs> anyway, after this point, like not a whole lot happens. Um, it, like her breakdown continues, uh, and she gets a approach by the Babadook again, denies him again, and then he like like double absorbs into her body. So now he's like doubled up again. Where like first he jumped into her mouth. This time he jumped into her back. Is what it like? DP. Yeah. Yeah. Gave her some uh, some butt stuff or what or whatever. Um, So now she's like she's full Babadook. Like we're like she's sitting in front of the TV and like twitching and and all that. And like the dog is like growling at her. Is this the point where where does she see on the TV about like the mom who killed her kid? Yeah. This is the this is that this that moment. Well, no no no. uh, It was right before this moment Mm. where she was like. Uh, so every time she sits down and watches TV, she kind of has like a Stephen King's It moment where mm-hmm. like the ah, yes. ma- the monster can manifest in any way it wants. That's, and good, it'll, that's a good comparison. Yeah, and, and it'll like jump into the TV yeah. and like change reality around it, but yeah. what's having the TV to like fit its needs. And so like there's like this news broadcast with these American news uh, reporters. Reporters. Mm-hmm. It was like the, it was so weird because like everyone's Australian, but the news reporters are like. Today in Surrey, blah, 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 or like wherever the fuck they are in Adelaide, I'm the most American sounding guy that you've ever heard. I'm doing a news report. Yes. Yeah. And so I was like, but do they have American like anchors in Australia? Maybe. I don't know. They import them directly from America. We have Australian anchors in America. So, you know. But that's true. But basically it doubled up the idea that like if the Babadook infestation of her like continues, it'll, she'll kill her kid. That's basically what is like a mother in this place. Yeah. Uh, stabbed the child. It was found in the basement. And there's like, she sees herself in the news report, mm-hmm. like in a mirror. Yeah. And so, like, I think that was like around the time, either before or slightly before or slightly after the second time the Babadook confesses her. Today, in, today in news, foreshadowing. Do you get it yet? Do you get it? Yeah. Have you gotten it yet? So clever. Mm hmm. Yeah. So then at this point, after the Babadook gets her, like, she's going full Babadook. She's like twitching, watching this like scary movie. Just, like, twitching in front of the thing. Like, the dog is, like, just straight-up aggressive against her. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where she was, like... Uh, she had a fight with Samuel, the child, again. I think Samuel wanted to leave the house. She wasn't going to let it happen. Um, yeah, she, like, like, brought... She brought the violin. Yeah, yeah. She brought the violin that her husband presumably played. Yeah, I think uh, he was a professional musician. Right? Yeah. I yeah. guess so. Uh, I don't know. Um, so she like was laying down next to it, and the kid like touched it, and she like yelled at him. Um, oh yeah, she was sleeping with it or something. Yeah, right? yeah. I was just cuddling it. I don't know if she was actually asleep. Um, or trying to. And he wanted to go to the next door neighbor's house because he's now aware that the Babadook is inside the house, and he's like, "We got to get out of here. Like this is what's like killing you, and I don't want to lose you." She yells at him. Um, then like feels bad about yelling at him, and is sitting in this chair. The dog comes and tries to comfort her, and then she... Uh, Breaks his neck? Yeah, she, like, the dog bites her, and so then she, like, runs away, and the dog, like, I think either at this point the dog chases her, or some... Or she well, like, chases the dog. TV, because remember, she had those hallucinations about stabbing Samuel, and then he's like, Mom! And he, she kind of snaps at him, and she's holding the knife. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. I'm sorry. It, this part is, like, gets so hard to, like, put in order, because it all just kind of happens around the same time so it's hard to figure out which one happens first but yeah at one point oh she's God, watching um, TV we're the untrustworthy narrator yeah we're the yeah. untrustworthy yeah. narrator yeah. it's us the whole time yeah we can't narrate this like, goddamn mess uh, no yeah so at one point um, she 
looks over at Samuel, who's like laying down on the sofa, looks away, looks back, or just looked at him once, and like he's just covered in blood, and like yeah. his neck is cut open. He's clearly dead. He's clearly dead, and uh, then Samuel screams, "Mom!" and she like wakes up, and he's like sitting there. Looking like Bat Boy from like yeah. the, the National like the, Oh National Enquirer. The National yeah. Enquirer, like looking at Bat like ah! and she like he's like totally scared because she's holding a but like a butcher's blade and was like, Oh crap, you were just about to kill your kid, just like the Babadook foreshadowed. Again, this is the third point of foreshadowing where she's Got gonna it. fucking kill the kid. I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't know, guys. I think if they mentioned a few more times, yeah. I might now understand. Yeah, it's yeah. not clear. But I'd like to point out this is the part of the movie where we start hearing her go like, <laughs> yeah, like, she does that. She a does lot. this for the rest huh. of the movie. Huh. Yeah, it starts here. I noticed because okay. I was playing Zelda and I had yeah. to like turn it down because yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, it's been done. I yeah. yeah. So whenever she like emotes like fear, fear, but also like fear of herself, I like guess horror. Was, I guess yeah, the mm-hmm. horror, like the ramifications of what she's doing. It's always like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Like, All right, cool. Good mm. lord. So, um, she and, and she's watching TV again. Like the after the dog like growls at her and like runs away, she's she watching TV again. It. And then the dog comes and like growls at her again. And she chases it, mm-hmm. grabs it by its neck, and then like breaks its neck. Yeah. And then she like goes up to Samuel's room. No, room. you're missing. Here's. You're, after she snaps the dog's neck, she then pulls that tooth out. Oh, yeah, and then she pulls that it, tooth, yeah. Then they, like, foreshadowed for, like, half a second. And they're like, oh, yeah. she, there's, like, this one point where she's like, oh, my tooth. Yeah, And then after, she rips sorry. it out of her fucking face. Yeah, after she gets infested for the first time, she's like, she yells at Samuel one time, and she's like, ow, my tooth. And yeah. I think it's supposed to, be, like, show that, like, oh, the breakdown of her body is real. Because oh, she was able to pull a, a f- tooth physical out. Physical manifestation. Yeah, it's a physical yeah. manifestation yeah. of her, like, sure. um... But it was like they beat you over the head with literally everything else, but this tooth thing just like just came comes out of and nowhere. goes for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, she kills a dog, pulls this tooth out finally, and thank God we never think about that again. Then she goes up to Samuel's room. And she's like, "Bugsy's really hurt. We need to take him to the hospital. Do you want him to die?" He's like, "That dog's already dead." Yeah. And then the the kid is like, "You let him in. I'm not going to let you in." And she's like, "Oh yeah." And then she her voice modulates to like have like. It's like a double tone, like yeah. one of them's masculine, the other one's feminine. It's like yeah. her tone and someone else, and like, oh, it's clear that she's now like full on Babadook, to the point where she like breaks into his door by grabbing onto the top of the door frame, swinging her legs out, and slamming in the door three times. Yeah, it does the boom, boom, oh. yeah. and then crashes in. Yeah, yeah. That was another uh, got it moment yeah. for me. Well, again, the consistent. It's nice that they establish this rule or this yeah. pattern, and mm-hmm. they continue with it, where yeah. they didn't just like forget about it. Yeah, Which is odd because it's like good job i guess but it's like could you have done it with like some other things yeah absolutely so then she has this like tussle with samuel where like samuel is now aware that it's like straight up the babadook um and then they have like this like home alone-esque fight (laughs) where the kid is using all these gadgets and like gizmos to take down this monster um to the point where he actually stabs her in the the leg uh, it's like he, all the tricks that he like established early on in the movie. He's got all these like things. He's a mechanical genius. He uses like he blows his load. Yeah. Wink. Uh, no, sorry. Kids he, like eight. Yeah, no. He he does it all. All the things that he ever like foreshadowed using, he uses them. Like he fucking Chekhov gun the shit out of this. That's, part. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, and so um, he finally was able to like subdue the monster by like uh, getting her. Uh, getting away from her out of his room down to the basement 
using like all the different things that he has and then tying her up yeah. poorly because yes. the monster was able to quickly get out of it. Yeah. So then she's tied up and she's struggling and she's like screaming. By the way, during the entire time that like she's screaming, they play this sound effect. It's it's kind of like Aah! it's the Wilhelm scream, isn't it? No, it's not the Wilhelm scream, no. but it's yeah. one of those screams that they do like, use it, that. I swear, yeah. it's, it's not, a free. It's definitely like a free sound. Yeah, yeah, it's not the Wilhelm scream. I think it's something like the Anderson scream or okay, something okay, like sure, that. Sure, sure. Um, the, I think the Wilhelm scream is more like Aah! or whatever. You hear it in like Star Trek or Star Wars. I can't. I can't say it, but I can. You, I you absolutely can hear it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a different. This okay. is a different. Know what well, I hear. It's a stock sound. Yeah, yeah. it's a well-known stock sound from like yeah. the 1920s or something sure. like that. And I was just like, that pulled me out. Like, used it so many times, and I was yeah. just like, <sighs> they should have just played a laugh track. That would have been. Oh, wait, this is the one that sounded like a, 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 a pterodactyl. Or pterodactyl. pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. this is, yeah. yeah, I remember now because I was like, yeah, I was like, is there a dinosaur? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounded like what you think. Yeah, you think that a dinosaur would sound like, and yeah, it was probably used on like Clash of the Titans or something or whatever. Or Hercules v dinosaurs or sure. something. So uh, she's tied up. She's screaming. Totally taking me out of the movie with the weird Foley sounds that they're using. Um, and the kid is like, you know, get out of my mother. Get out, blah, blah, blah. And then she like quickly gets out of the rope. Like the kid does not know how to tie anyone, I guess. Because she like quickly escapes the ropes and like starts strangling him. Just like, wow, guess what? It was foreshadowed that she was going to do by the book and also all the other times where it was foreshadowed. Yep. Um, Like strangles the hell out of the kid and the kid pets her on the face, kind of like she did earlier, uh, which we didn't mention. Like the kid, like at the beginning of the movie, the kid like pets her twice and then hugs her and then she like pushes the kid away. He's like, don't do that. They don't explain why that's a bad thing for the kid to do. It was like the kid was being like remotely intimate with her and she was just like, fuck you. Which is like, so odd because it's like there are other times where there's a there's a bizarre strained intimacy between the son and her. Like when mm-hmm. they're in bed, he's like grabbing her throat and like because he can't sleep alone for whatever reason. Yeah. And she's just like pushing and trying to get to like the edge of the bed because she's like, don't touch me. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. The mom, like this kid reminds me of my dead husband. Dead husband. And, and, that and you know. if, if they'd like done one scene of like maybe establishing like that's the way that he used to touch her. Then I, it would I don't act- even think that was necessary. It's just like, I don't know, to me. That was so obvious, and they just yeah. pounded that point home Where she just, so hard. Yeah. So often. Well, they're about to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, she. Oh, that's right. Like, the uh, husband was brought up at one point earlier, where, like, right before she was infested one time, like, her husband appeared. Yeah. Like, the Babadook used, like, yeah. the image of her husband to, like. Or maybe it was a hallucination. Who knows? Um, so, yeah. So she. He pets her in that way, and then like she like reminds her that she's a mother or something, or the mother's love triumphs or whatever. And yeah. so she was able to like expel the monster from her body, and this like black goo like vomits out of her. Sure. Um, and then they're like kind of having this like triumph moment, and then the kid's like, "By the way, you know that you can never get rid of the Babadook," and the Babadook literally just like drags him up the stairs. Yeah. Which was awesome. Which is via a rope that they just dragged this kid up the stairs with. Like, like, I just ah. imagine the actor's like, ow, ow, ow. Like, yeah. he just hits every single stair. That's kind of what it looked like. Gets no pity from me. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> then, like, she goes upstairs to, like, find her kid. And the kid's just sitting there. And then, like, the Babadook lazily throws him against the wall, like, a few times. Yeah. And then they... Because conf- why not? They confront the Babadook. She, like, owns up to, like, the Babadook existing. And... 
like can like holds her own and then that forces the Babadook downstairs. Like they have a screaming match. Like basically the Babadook yells at her and then she screams at it. Yeah. And she does say like one of the like a really cool thing or like a really like real thing, which was uh if you ever touch my kid again, I'll fucking kill you. And I was like Oh, I dug the part where she's like, You this is my house. You, you are, are trespassing in my house and I was like, Yeah, bitch, get it. Like, yeah, absolutely. And so like that was kinda cool. Then he breaks but then the like, crown molding and I was like, rude. Yeah. And so then uh, oh yeah, like right before that. Sorry, this is the second time where they bring her husband, where he does the full like speech of like, oh you know, lean back, love. It'll be just ten minutes and we'll get there. There being the hospital because she's about to have this fucking shitlord child. And then he's like, oh, I think it's about to rain. And apparently, uh, we can't drive in the rain. And then they get into a crash. What they should have done, and what happens then is like, she's like, no, don't. I don't want to relive this moment. Uh, then he's like, I think it's going to rain. And then there's like a bright flash. And then like his head <laughs> severs in two diagonally. That across. was metal. That was metal. That was super metal. But it was just like, that was super so, it was so over the top. It could have, it would have just been better if they just had the actor like crumpled to the floor. That was like one of four things I liked about this movie. I really, oh, was oh, how I hated metal that. that was. Man, if they had like, they'd use that CGI buzz, but buzz it budget to like have him just explode. I would have yeah. been way more. That would have been pretty like, cool too. Yeah. Like just like, why not? Who yeah. cares at this point? Yeah. And so, they they have this screaming match after that scene and then chase the Babadook downstairs and that's about it. Well, in, like, no, after they chase it downstairs, then like everything's hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. She yeah. goes and gets some worms and then Yeah, like she gets her life. They, they show that her life is back on track. Yeah. Like, so she's now like listening to the Samuel, the boy, uh, paying attention to his interests, like really actually like, oh, good job with these like weird gadgets you have. Like, good, you know, that's yeah. really neat. And like, actually being like you know supportive supportive a mom um and being like more involved in her community and all that well the 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 worms are important because she takes the worms downstairs yeah then they find worms and they take it downstairs to feed the babadook feed the babadook and the 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 worms are important because that establishes the babadook as a physical creature yeah absolutely so that is that is very important yeah absolutely and uh, that basically, and like the child care people come back and and everything's great and everything's great, but then like she which also, really should have triggered something in their mind where they're like, wait a second, we were just how here, did like, everything get great in a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. maybe there's like an she was like, yeah. worm eating basement dweller that we should yeah. look into because yeah. she was just like, yeah, we well, know we just need some time to work some things out, and then like the kid is like just speaking his mind. She's like, yeah, my husband used to do the same thing. And, like so, it's clear that she's like now like able to talk yeah. actually talk about her husband yeah. and like everything's great everything's great yep. except for the fact that there's a monster downstairs that's part or, of everything or part great. of it or yeah. is it or is it's, it maybe it's a metaphor that eats worms oh a worm-eating metaphor no so while you were going through this i knew that at some point you would look at the time and be like we talked so long about this because you know how when i go through synopsis i just hit important points it would take me like three and a half minutes to talk about this movie because <laughs> not a goddamn thing happens i know <laughs> i shouldn't have talked for it about this for so long it was it was you, also this me. movie does like, not no, here's this, the thing this movie doesn't deserve that. No, you're I, right. But here, like, there's so much stuff that they, like, kind of harken back to. Because you're right, like, not much happens. But that's why each one of those little things is kind of so important. Because, like, yeah, the child care protective services or whatever they are, like, yeah. show up twice. And then, like, everything is is really cyclical. Like, they... the At the end, he shows his mom a magic trick. And she's like, wow, that's really great. Because that's referencing back to the first time. 
where he was trying to do a magic trick and she's like stop moving focus please yeah because she's trying yeah. to dress him he's like no watch his magic trick yeah, yeah. nothing in my hands nothing yeah. in my hands and so like oh and that's important that's showing where where he got it from yeah. and she implies and the dvd raises him exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. and so it's like these these are all like little notes that the writer or director or whatever no for making. sure it's like it yeah. is a dense movie no it's Weirdly. not no it's not it's weirdly dense. Don't, where it's like, don't mistake density for clever attempts at writing. No, no, I'm using the word I'm, density not necessarily as a compliment. Okay, no, fair no, enough. and it's not like it's not it's not. Uh, it's not succulent. Deep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not deep. Okay, it's yeah. just dense. It's filled with yeah. stuff. I, right. I am. I am. It's like, cluttered with stuff. That cluttered. I will that accept. Yeah. I am the. I am the human form of filtering out movies to like big hitters. Partly because of like how I think. Yeah. So like I will dismiss like. You know, there will be times where it's like, I get it. Like, I get it. I get the whole point of the DVD. I get the whole point of Magic Air. I get, I get all this stuff. I get this implying their relationships are bad. But, like, to me, like, if it's, you know, as an engineer, if it's inconsequential, I just cut it out. Yeah, that's And fair. so, like, I would be like, uh, nothing happens. And then, uh, just, anyways. I'll be honest. I made the conscious choice yeah. to, I was like, no, we have to treat this movie the same way we treat the other movies and actually, like, kind of go through it. And then I realized that there was just like so much stuff to talk about. Like I could, I could have easily done like a ten minute, like yeah. just really quick, like boom, 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 it, like it, synopsis. It was, and maybe I should have done that because, yeah. like, it seems like mo- I'll be honest, we kind of already did our second screening during the synopsis. No, not even close. No, not even close. All right. No, no, I, I, I held myself back. No, okay. So that's and I, I wasn't criticizing you. I w- that was more of a foreshadowing of how I knew you would feel. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, you know me well enough yeah. after having done this so many times. Yeah. So like, I'm, a, I'm constantly surprised by like uh, how long it takes me to get through these things. Yeah. So, um, let's Hi. go ahead and stop, uh, this part right now and get into our next segment, which is our first screen. First screening. Yeah. Yeah. So, Matthew, since I'm looking at you, sure. Give me your first impression. Okay, so I watched it on my birthday. Sheila was mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. Uh, which you know I appreciate. Can confirm. Yeah, yeah. Can't confirm. I was in Toronto, so I couldn't be there. Yeah, um, we're dead. To yeah, the Americans. Yeah, the you know the, this movie. Uh, you know, first screening, I'd never heard of it. Um, I was very intrigued because um, I, I tend to like little indie films. I tend to I really like horror movies, um, and and the first screening, it, the first screening was rough. <laughs> um, it was, you know, we, we were kind of MST three King it. And, uh, I, 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 tr- you know, I try not to do that when I judge movies. I try to, you know, I mean, I, I do that cause it's kind of instinct, but I understand doing that like in a social setting can affect my screening. So, so when I say I try not to do that, I try not to use my MST three King as a negative towards a movie. Right. Um, you don't let it try and cloud your judgment. Cur- yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, but the first screening, like. You going through the synopsis, I was, the first screening, I was so bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you going through the synopsis, I was also just tuning out. Oh, and, crap. I'm no, sorry. And no, it's not a you thing. It's a, that's how bad this movie was on the yeah. first screening was like, my God, it was, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess, you know, my, my impressions were I was very bored the first screening, um, I got I again I got a whole lot of got it moments mm-hmm. you know I, I got a whole lot of uh, if you had the internet trying to write a movie in the most clever way possible like it, that's what this would be and and nothing happens I mean things you know and the very and, and the reason I brought up the worms is because I remember the very first screening the worms were super important because it was like okay like now now it's a physical creature. And so it's like, is it a monster movie? 
Is it a, uh, you know, is it a psychological movie? We had this talk, like, yeah, right you, after watching it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. we were like, oh, shit. And I was like, I'm looking forward to my second screening so yeah. I can, like, you know, try to discern which one it was. Right. Yeah. It can't be both. Yeah, and, and I'll say it now. So, you know, I had a thing. It, it, I'm going to call it, like, Matthew's Theory of Movies. Yeah. And, and especially cult movies, I guess. Matthew's Theory of Cult Movies, which is how do cult movies become popular and spread, similar to The Babadook? And, you know, some cult movies, you can certainly understand why they're cult movies. But, like, I think a movie like this, I think, and I thought this after my first screening, which is why I'm bringing this up now. Because I was really trying to figure out, I was like, okay, I just watched something that I think totally sucked. (laughs) But, like, it has a cult appeal. And I was like, I have to rectify these thoughts. And, again, this happened after my first screening. So, I was like, did I not get it? Does it not deserve it? And this is my theory. So, like... The movie comes out, especially a cult movie, and it has a small audience. And I think some percentage of this audience likes the movie, some percentage hates it, and some percentage sees this movie. And you know how when you use, if someone uses like a really big word and and so they'll say it and somebody doesn't want to sound stupid, so they agree and they're like, oh yeah, like they, they understand it. I think that, I think the people that liked this movie recommended this movie to other people. Understandable. Mm-hmm. I think the people that did not like this movie recommended it to other people to troll them and I think that a large percentage of people mm. saw this thing that didn't make any goddamn sense and thought, this is a good movie and I just don't get it. But this I is don't. It's too deep for me. Yeah, it's too deep. And, but, and I think they recommended it because they didn't want to, you know, they wanted to imply that they were deep or whatever. And then I think that this cycle just spread, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody this was recommended to, I think a large percentage of them was like, I don't. I don't really get it either, so it must have been good. Yeah. And and this was all my thought after the first screen. Right. So and I hated it. Okay. Yeah. And I hated myself. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, fair. you were yelling from the bathroom. I was like, yelling from I the bathroom. I was so upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish I could have been there. On the it side of my face. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Chile, your first impression. So Matthew and I, uh, and a few other people all watched it together for Matthew's birthday. And I was I was sort of with Matthew on this one where I was in it I was in it to win it like I was on board I I wanted to know I'm like oh this is like clearly a psychological thriller about this woman that's like grieving and just can't catch a break because everyone in her life is a shitlord from like her kid to her sister to like the cops that won't believe her and then like you know somewhere along the way I'm like oh there's a commentary here about like disenfranchised women they kind of even spell it out at the sisters kids was it ruby ruby's birthday party and i'm like okay so i was like looking for those clues and then all of a sudden like they showed the babadook and i was like okay so is he real then because like like when she and the kids switched sort of places like oh who's real or who's right and who's wrong i was like okay that that's interesting but like pick a narrative and sort of stick to it. So I'm like, okay, so is it a psychological thriller? Is there a commentary? Uh, Is the Babadook real? Is he not real? Where did the book come from? Does it even matter? Is the book even real? Like all of a sudden, like I had like 30 different questions and (laughs) while Matthew was like fuming, I was like, okay, let me, I want to, well, I'm looking forward to watching it again so I can sort of reconcile all of these things. And I never got to. <laughs> so I'll, I'll sort of leave that for like the second screening. Yeah. The first screening, I was sort of like, okay, there's a lot going on here. Confusion. Confusion mm-hmm. is the big one. Uh, so like, there's clearly a lot going on here. Um, I've never quite seen a horror movie like this before. I, I'm i confused on multiple levels, but like, I'm all bored for it. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I was like, this is cool. 
Yeah, so kind of interesting. Um, your second screening was actually my first screening. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that is was kind interesting. of interesting. That yeah. is interesting. Mm-hmm. So my first screening, I watched it and I... <laughs> He's making a face. He's you can't fl- see. He's it. got flames on the side of his I face. I hated it. I yeah. hated it. Yeah. I hate. I hate it. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was just like watching it. I'm like, I hate the kid. The kid, like, I keep going back to it. Like, I just hate this kid so much. He like makes it, this movie so unwatchable. The the, the writing or de- whatever decision led to that kid being so overtly annoying. It is a slog to watch. Yeah, yeah it really it's just is. so stressful. It's such a stressful movie to watch. And that was exactly how I felt the first time I watched it. I'm like, oh my god, I was I was surprised by how viscerally I was reacting to. Yeah. And like it's not just the kid, but good god, for the first half of it, it is that fucking kid is just the worst. The, the, it, the kid was too easy and cheap. Like I That's mean, exactly it. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem. Where yeah. it's like they didn't write like it was like, oh, this like kind of troubled kid, but like no one's real no one's really understanding him. Yeah. And like the mother's like, he just needs someone who understands him. No, this kid is clearly like damaged in some way. Yeah. Like, well, you can do, I mean, you can do the damage and you can write character. You can, I mean, you know, because part of the thing is if you hate a character, they can still be a great character because you emotionally have a reaction to them, right? But like, you can write clever characters that you hate. But like the idea of like, I'm going to make everyone just this kid just scream and be the most annoying thing possible. And it's like, yeah, I hate this kid, but it's not because of your clever writing. Yeah, no, it's because- I just hate this kid. <laughs> yeah. It's like, congratulations, you drew a target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well absolutely. Done. Yeah. And while I know that, like, my first screening shouldn't be taken up entirely by the kid, that really was my takeaway. I you can't like, control it. It was just... Yeah. <sighs> no, seriously. My, that, that, that sigh that I just gave was my exact, like, synopsis of, like, watching it for the first time. It was just like, oh, God, what have I gotten myself into? That's exactly how I felt after that. Where like oh, okay. I, because like I recommended this movie because I'd never seen it and I'd heard a bunch of people say that the Babadook was a great movie. It was like it was a come out of nowhere like Cannes Festival like award winner or something yeah. like that yeah. from Australia. I didn't know that part. Um, I just heard it a bunch of times on like the various like media that I absorbed. Like sure, somehow yeah, sure. in the zeitgeist, I yeah. like, became aware of it. And that, and yeah, I, I don't fault you for it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah. well that sounds interesting. It's yeah. kind of. Uh, I'm not going to say that this movie is like Get Out. I'm going to say that it came to me like Get Out did. Sure. Did you ever, did you see Get Out, Matthew? I've not seen Get Out, but I've, I, again, I, I know of Get Out because I know the internet yeah. is Exists. a huge fan and yeah. freaks out about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, we saw Get Out over uh, the over Christmas. Christmas break, sure. Yeah. And I don't know if we're, we might do it on the podcast, yeah. but like, spoiler alert, I really liked it. Sure. That was like kind of how, like, that sort of like delineation like that's how or not delineation uh dissimulation kind of this like this movie was came to me in that same way like through the ether i became aware of yeah no for sure Mm. this is the opposite story of get out where get out was actually amazing yeah this movie was equally as as amazing as get it was it is equally as bad sure uh equally and inversely yeah inversely as good um and so yeah, I was just like, I was kind of surprised too. I'm like, why did people say that this was great? Um, I think Matthew's theory of cult movies. That might be it. Uh, honestly, <laughs> it, that yeah. might be it. Like yeah. that sounds about right. So yeah. yeah, my first impression was that it was hard to get through. I did not enjoy it. And I think the reason why it's taken us so long to record this episode is <laughs> part of that reason where it's like, neither of us, I think, wanted to watch it again. Yeah, absolutely. So the, uh, the quote... 
for this movie was what have I gotten myself into? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah, I was like, did that, you suggest we watch? And this? It's, it's that a, applies to both the movie and us watching the movie. It, and it's a ninety-minute movie. It's which, not long, which yeah. we have mentioned is like the perfect movie length, and we love the return of the ninety-minute movie. movie. Yeah, and this movie this breaks my heart. It does. Oh, whoa! I peach there. My bad. Um, so okay. Matthew, give us your second screening. All right, second screening. So I actually liked it more the second screening, and and I can explain why. That's so, not unusual. Yeah. So you know, one thing is is after the first screening, I really felt like nothing happened, and and the second screening kind of confirmed to me that effectively nothing <laughs> happens. Yeah. Um. So I watched the second screening, like I said, on a high speed train, and the reason that I liked it more the second time, I'm not a very smart man, and I'm not a very wise man. But after 45 minutes of watching it the second time, I was in agony. So in VLC, I put the playback speed to 1.5x, and it made it so much better. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> all of the nothing that happened happened 1.5 times faster. That's right. amazing. So, so and, and really, that's what confirmed to me that, like, this really should have been, and I guess it was, like an internet short. Because like the concept is whatever. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the concept, but like the concept itself isn't even like the hugest fault. Yeah. The hugest fault is this is 90 minutes of like nothing. It's right. 11 minutes over 90 minutes. And like, I'm not kidding. Watching it at 1.5 speed for the second half, like was less painful yeah. because all of the nothing, you know, it like it was probably a way better pace and really, you know, like again, like as a short with all that crap cut out, yeah. it was probably fine. And so I liked it better the second time because I watched it <laughs> at 1.5 speed for the second half. That's amazing. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to be honest. When you uh, said that you went into VLC and changed the speed, yeah. I thought you changed it to 0.75 speed. Do yourself a favor if you ever watch something on YouTube or like two people are talking, uh-huh. change it to 0.75 speed because huh. it slows it down just enough uh-huh. that it sounds like the people talking are drunk. Oh, it's, yeah. it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world because okay. it's just like it's just slow enough where it's like someone could be having normal conversation. And then like when you play it back at that speed, it's like, no, you don't know yeah <laughs> like it just sounds exactly do like yourself a favor right now and slow down this podcast yeah, exactly. 0.75 speed because so, yeah so theory. that we don't already sound drunk enough alternate theory Fair. just get drunk yourself and watch it at 1x speed oh yeah, yeah. And then, your brain will slow it down yeah, for try you. and kill you try not to kill yourself but but yeah actual second screening it confirmed to me that nothing happened it confirmed to me that like she went to the tv tropes of horror tropes put them in a blender and thought, wouldn't this be clever if? Yeah. And, you know, it just, it, it, it also, again, like just it being a cult movie, it, it, I can understand how an average person could watch this and be like, I don't really get it. It must, I don't really get it. It must be good. Yeah. That is Matthew's theory of cult movies is I don't really get it. It must be good. When the dirty secret is you don't really get it because there's nothing really to get and it's a bad movie. Yeah. I would say, I'm going to use a bit of a personal like experience with that. Yeah. Um, I would say that this movie is like an E.E. E. Cummings poem <laughs> where E.E. E. Cummings poems are hot messes that play with the like physical structure of poems. Oh, sure. And don't actually say anything. Mm-hmm. They just play with the idea of poems. And that's interesting for some reason. Yeah. And like we've talked about this before. Oh, we've talked about this at length. Yeah, we have. But like I think that's an apt description for this movie in a sense where it's like they're playing around with a form kind of 
and trying to make something interesting, but kind of made nothing at all. Now, maybe that's not fair to E.E. E. Cummings, where he actually does <laughs> like did quite a bit for sure. like the world of poetry. Yeah. But like that's the that's what, like what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's but like, just because you know you you did something iconoclastic doesn't mean you have to like it. Well, yeah. And so so I, I I know Sean loves this movie. And I hope he listens to this podcast because one movie that he loves that I also hate is Dogville. And Dogville is—I've never heard of that. I've it, never heard it's of very that. interesting because, like, the entire movie, like, the set is like a bunch of like chalk outlines on the floor, and it says like house, street. So, like, the you know the whole thing is like there's no actual set; it's just like a black floor. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the story itself, I think, completely blows, and. But, like, I respect the artistical, the ar- artistic, artistical, sure. the artistic thing that they did, right? Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest thing is I think I'm pretty good at isolating artistic from, like, just enjoying things and receiving them as an audience. So it's, like, for that poem thing, right? It's, like, I can respect that you did something artistic that changes it, but mm-hmm. your poem still sucks. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's, like... that's fair. So it's, like, I don't know. I, yeah... I guess I'm just confirming your your thing. Yeah, that's and I, fair. I hate this movie so much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I'm not or, kidding. Or to oh, sure. or to flip it around uh, to another poet. It's like a Robert Frost poem <laughs> where you talk a lot about this one subject and don't really say much at all. Yeah, true. Which is like, I've actually got a collection of Robert Frost over there. Uh, and I swear to God, that dude loves nature, and boy, he will talk about nature a lot. And Robert not... Frost, the naturalist, yeah. likes nature. Yeah, no. and doesn't say he's got frost built in anything. Yeah, come on, he doesn't say anything. People like talk about like the the road to virgin to yellow wood, and then misinterpret it all the time. I, when I first read that poem as a kid, welcome to the second poem reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, are we going to talk about this? Because I'm down. I'm yeah, like, yeah. When I, I first read that poem, I was like, I don't think it's saying what everyone's telling me it's saying, but. I just interpreted yeah. it in a completely different it's basically way. Basically, like, oh, my life came to the same point it was going to lead, yeah. and it really actually didn't matter which path I went. That's kind of what he's saying. Determinism, right? Yeah. yeah. But um, and I guess the other one thing I wanted to say about this movie is like, it's like I get it. Like, it you know, it's some sort of metaphor for postpartum depression. It's some sort of metaphor for you know, life after death and the kid annoying. It's like you're not being clever, and your attempts to be clever to hide how not clever you are and not working. Yeah. I, I'm just so, I'm so upset. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shook. All right. So <laughs> she'll give us your uh, second screening. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to like at once agree and disagree. My second screening, I was angry like the whole time. Yeah. I, I disliked it more on the second screen. Uh, Cause like I said, I was sort of looking for those themes. And also we didn't have the, uh, visionary like sense to speed yeah, you watch it at 1.5x speed yeah we're idiots and, and like uh like nicholas mentioned my my so my first screening was with matthew my second screening was with nicholas and my third screening was again with nicholas earlier today yeah because you know we don't like to put things off yeah. and um yeah the the second time i was watching it i was trying to watch for these themes but i i God damn, if that kid is an... Ex- it's an exhausting movie to watch. It is exhausting. And, and it's I only 90 minutes. And it's only 90 minutes. And I just didn't realize it because, like, I, I, I'm i just so prone or, like, I'm, like, a, available to that kind of stress. So mm-hmm. the kid is, like, yelling and her life's falling apart. And I'm, like, having, like, heart palpitations as I'm watching mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, God, this is just a tough movie to watch. Um, I will say uh, that I, I'm not sure that this movie is a 
cult classic for like the sake of being a cult classic I, or sort of like, or because people didn't get it. I think that, um, I think this movie does something that I don't see in a lot of particularly like horror type mm-hmm. movies uh, until I, w- I would go ahead and say, get out, get out does some really interesting things. I think with their commentary and I think they executed better, but I think part of what made this movie so interesting and possibly iconoclastic was it, it, it played around with these ideas. I saw a review that someone put on, I think it was like Sundance or something. Mm-hmm. And, and they were like, you know, horror movies can also be art. They don't have to be like grindhouse movies. They don't have to be this or that. They can be, you know, artistic in this sort of way. And they can be about, depression and motherhood and uh, grief and having can, a shitty sister. I can name whatever. tons of horror movies. Like, th- this is, movie is not breaking new ground. Like, there are tons of horror movies that are like that. Yeah, it, it, this is, I think, one of those movies that, again, is kind of like the, the cold classic. Like Matthew's ideas of, like, our law of cold, cold classic movies or whatever. I think that people, like, gave this movie more credit than it deserved. Oh, sure. I think that happens all the time. Absolutely. Where it's like, and people then, but those people were like, oh, a horror movie with these themes? How unheard of. Whereas, like, those people have never actually watched good horror movies. Yeah, true. Like, Saw, and Saw 2, and Saw 3, and Saw 4, and Saw 5. Shut up. Saw 1 was fantastic. Yeah, Saw 1, fantastic psychological thriller. I just wanted to make that joke. Saw 30 through 37, porn just yeah. gore porn no i know but whatever that's that's, that's yeah. not that's not a revolutionary opinion that yeah. i've got here but uh it's it's not um the focus is sort of elsewhere it's not you know this guy and his need to protect his family or this dude and his need to cut off his leg or what spoilers but uh it's like it's about this woman who's dealing with grief and it's about her trying to figure out the pieces of her life and whatever. And, and and maybe that's new and exciting and maybe it's not. But I think it's a product of what it was trying to do in timing. For whatever reason, this movie did something for this group of people that they just hadn't seen before at the right time. Um, the way like I became familiar with the Duke was I was reading a list that someone had put out of like reasons their wife was crying. And one of the reasons was she remembered the Babadook. I w- I cry when I think about the Babadook. Yeah, yeah you should. Because I think about those 90 minutes times two that I'll never get back. Oh, think, about it, no, think about it times three, no, right? 90, uh, I guess it'd be uh, uh, 170 minutes because my 1.5 speed. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, um, but uh, anyway, uh, uh, the second screen I did not... The actual act of watching it, I did not enjoy because I was annoyed because I was trying to find these, these sort of rigid themes that I was like okay so it's either this or it's that and I was trying to be like cool with it where it's like okay well whatever maybe it's both or, or whatever but that's not how I enjoy things yeah um but post watching it because I was prepping for my third viewing which we don't have to get into even remotely it's not called the third screening it's not that's my, it's, that's not, my it's not it's not third that's my podcast coming out this summer yeah. um it's uh it was one of those things where I was like they did some interesting things with form and function. They did some interesting things with the the presentation of these themes, and they did some interesting things with like your untrustworthy narrator or what have you. But uh, I think ultimately it wasn't. It could have been more successful. Well, can I make one comment here? Yeah. Which is the last five minutes of the movie. Like everything you said would have been been valid had the last five minutes of the movie not been included. And I'm not kidding. Like. I don't think it's particularly clever what they did, 
But everything you said was arguably valid, but it was completely invalidated when they made it an actual monster. Well, because so, now it's a monster movie. Okay, yeah. but so that was the thing. That was the first time I was like, was it a monster or was yeah. it psychological? You can still argue because the basement is such a touchy point for her that like you could, I could, I'm not going to write yeah, a dissertation so n- about this, but you could still argue that it was psychological because the boy never goes down there. Yeah, so now she's yeah. like, she's got a valid no, reason for the boy there. to the never... The boy gets dragged up the stairs. No, I mean, so remember he's like hanging out down there because like, that's the remnants of his father and he yeah. does all his magic tricks or whatever. Now he doesn't go down there. She never went, remember? The only time right. she ever went was to sure. get the violin to like mourn or have sex with it or whatever she was doing. Yeah. Um, she now regularly... Goes down. Arguably, she regularly goes down there to like feed this thing, this thing that's been bubbling inside her this whole time, this thing that she's been repressing or not talking about, which was Oscar was his name. Yeah. Every time you bring up Oscar, you can't cope. Um, and now she's talking about him and dealing with it and doing whatever. Like that could still arguably be a metaphor for her dealing, finally dealing with the loss of her husband and dealing with the fact that her son is now a post shitlord uh, or yeah. whatever. That's just so English 101 in me. I don't remember who it was. Who, that I, I don't remember. I, I, I'm i not disagreeing with you. Like, I, I, oh, I don't think it was a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're perfectly right. It's just, you know, even I had this struggle when I took English classes. It's like, even that thing, like, if something is just presented to me like that, like, I will read into things. Like, I'm not going to... I understand metaphors, and I can read into things, but, like, if, if you make a goddamn basement in a house people go into the basement mm-hmm. there's stuff in the basement i'm gonna assume it's an actual basement yeah no not not the metaphor yeah yeah so i guess it's like that is sort of the thing where it's like oh well now she got what her, she wants which is that the kid stays out of the fucking basement yeah. ever well, i don't even think it's that i, I think it's like that no, was just something i noticed yeah but it's like she's like your father's things are down there and yeah. like that was the big thing is that like yeah. there was a part of her house and a part of her life and whatever that she just didn't touch. Sure. And that she finally like sorted that out or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think there's that the, the, that is still arguably the case that the Babadook is not a real physical monster, even though it fucking drags the kid up the stairs, like does I whatever. Ref- I refuse. And she feeds it worms, like actual worms, like well, unless, unless those are metaphorical worms that she's digging up she's and putting in a crazy. metaphorical bowl that metaphorically gets dragged away. Like it, it again, like to me, like I just, I again, I, I can I can read subtlety, but I I I have to accept that this is an actual monster yeah. based on what has been given to me. I'll, I'll get into that more in my second yeah. screening. Yeah, um, no, th- th- I mean that's just it. I think yeah. I think that that's what they were. That's what, I think that's what the the story was supposed to be, right? Like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It was her sure. psychological journey and like. Oh, well, this whole yeah, I mean, whatever. clearly this whole thing was you know yeah postpartum depression. Um, and. Anything else for your second screen? Uh, no, uh, no, I think that, that was just it. I think that that's what you were supposed to like glean or take away. Like just because you see it doesn't mean that that's the reality. But like, I don't. I think there may have been better ways to do yeah, it. There absolutely could have been better clever. ways to do it. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, my second screening was earlier today, mm-hmm. and I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. I just, oh, no. I, I almost like burned this podcast to the ground because yeah. I was like, I don't want to watch this movie again. And like we watched it again, and I was just like sighing the entire time or swearing the yeah. entire time just because it was like f- almost physically painful to watch this movie again. Nicholas and I both broke a sweat. I, I, yeah. I completely like, understand. Yeah. I actually wrote down notes uh, this time. Well, not this time for like a movie. Like I didn't write down notes for my first screening, but I wrote down notes for my second screening. Because you were too stressed out for and the first big, screening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the 
biggest thing that I can see on the screen is God damn this kid. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this kid. He's the kid is comic book villainry. Yeah, it's like it's too easy to it's hate. It's too kid. easy. And I hate that. I, yeah. I hate this kid and I hate what he represents. Actually the second note I wrote is, is God nothing? God, I already hate this kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was like that was like the second note. The first note was to remind myself to mention that the movie started with the nightmare of the husband's death. No, the no. second note yeah. is how much I fucking hate this kid. Yeah. The fourth note is how much I fucking hate this kid. And it continues. The worst. He's the worst. The worst. There were some, uh, I did notice a couple things the second time, though, that I didn't notice. First time, like, one of the things, like, I remember when I mentioned, like, the mother, like, the kid patting yeah. the mother. And then she's like, don't do that. Yeah. And they kind of use the same voice that, she, like, the, the Babadook represents sure. later. Yeah. I was like, oh, crap. Like, the signs of her, like, breaking emotionally yeah. or becoming infested by a literal manifestation of a monster yeah. by a book monster by, yeah, by book monster yeah. Yeah. who is uh, a physical monster happens <laughs> actually like earlier than i ex- like than i remember sure um <laughs> i wrote the ruined orgasm scene is the worst the one thing she needs gets ruined by that fucking kid so also, okay that was a, that was the sixth note so I again did, about how much i fucking hate this kid i didn't want to bring it up at first but I have to bring it up now because I'm like a couple sake's in and yeah. Glenn yeah. Levitt's in because today's episode is brought to you by the Glenn Levitt 12 and yeah. sake. <laughs> I'm assuming that when she was doing the deed, yeah. the vibrator was vibrating. I don't know how it works, Sheila. You can go into this. I, I, if you yeah, you can, I have a diagram. I'm assuming it's vibrated. It. You can hear it. I Can you hear it on the floor? On the floor? No, because she drops it on the floor. Does it and fall then, on the floor? It, yeah, no, I, I do remember it. It falls, it falls on the floor. floor and then oh. doesn't shut up. And does not vibrate. Or no, it shuts off immediately as soon as she drops yeah. it. So no. either she has to like hold on to the button. Maybe she has yeah. shaky hands. That really took me out of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. So yeah, the runer, blah, 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 gets written by that fucking the, kid. The, sorry, side note. Some of the rinkier vibrators, uh, I have, I have, uh, oh, like you have wait, you on. have some? Yeah, whoa. Uh, I have friends yeah, yeah. who, uh, it's not that you hold a button, but if you do drop it, the t- the twist on part is so weak that if you drop it, the battery will pop right out. And do, you done think, that do you think that metaphorically that represents the Babadook and her struggles? Yeah. I really I think, think that's what she was going for. I think it was think full so. of worms. Yeah. She's just sticking worms in her puss. Yeah, yeah that's possible. Absolutely. So yeah. the sixth note I have is how much I hate this kid. Then the next, <laughs> then the next line I have is literally, I hate this kid. So Nicholas... Tell me how you feel about this kid. I fucking hate this kid. <laughs> What's his name? Samuel. Samuel. Samuel uh, L. Jackson. I noticed, again, like, I noticed that uh, right before she gets, like, infested by the Babadook or whatever, um, or the metaphor that it represents, like, time jumps actually started occurring more frequently. Like, mm. she would be, like, she was downstairs, and Samuel was downstairs, and then she was walking up the stairs, and then Samuel was upstairs. And the first time I watched it, mm. I remember... I came to this and was like, did the kid just fucking teleport upstairs? You mentioned Cause, that. Yeah, because the kid, like, he was downstairs watching the DVD where he's sure. like, the magic life DVD. is illusion or whatever. Yeah, because like, he quotes from that DVD. Which yeah, again, so he's watching that like, DVD that you mentioned. And yeah. then, like, she goes upstairs and then, like, the kid's upstairs. And, like, I think that was supposed to be a time jump because right after that scene, there's another time jump oh. and she's downstairs in the kitchen. Actually, oh, sure, sure, I, sure. I wanted to, I meant to mention this earlier. Yeah, uh, so this is the scene where the kid draws on, or somebody draws, like, scary faces face. on the only rem- one of the only remaining pictures she has of her husband and her mm-hmm. and, he, and the kid was like it was the Babadook yeah. it wasn't me also 
She okay. doesn't get as angry as I would have in that case. But a side note, oh, um, absolutely. at the beginning of the movie, you see the clock a lot, that clock by her bed. Mm. It's pretty consistent. You see it's 9 o'clock, it's 9 o'clock, mm. it's 8.30, it's 10 o'clock. It's 11. It's 11. It's, it's 11 or 7, I remember that. Yeah, and then uh, after that sort of transition happens where you're like, oh, was the kid right the whole time? You don't see the clock like oh. again, I'm fairly certain. And so it's interesting that you notice as well like the time jumps. I think it's part of that untrustworthy narrator mm. type thing. Where, yeah. It's no longer clear, like, because I, I, I remember being like, what day is it? Is this yeah. the same day? Like, how long has he been on, been on these pills? Like, does it what, matter? Yeah, does it? Yeah, no, probably not. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, notice the time jumps. I also I double so. down on how much I also fucking hate Claire and Ruby. They fucking they suck. suck. So it's like the mom's sister and then the cousin. They fucking are the worst. Mm-hmm. Um it was interesting that, like, when the she was, like, introducing the pills to the kid, the one mm-hmm. that make him go to sleep, mm-hmm. he was like, is this going to make the Babadook go away? I, w- I wrote down, does that kid understand how pills work? Because yeah. I was like, that's actually a really good, like, he's like, oh, if I, like, I've got a chemical imbalance in my brain, yeah, will yeah. this fix that? I was like. And she says, yeah. And she says, yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like. Mm-hmm. This kid actually has, like, this kid is a genius. Mm-hmm. He's actually way too smart either that for or being a, the worst. Either yeah. that or he's an idiot. And he's yeah. just like, that's this pill will make him disappear. Like, True. Yeah. True. Um, I did notice uh, after Claire points it out how much the mother shuts down anytime Oscar or anything having to do with Oscar happens. So I did notice that. Like, that was, again, a, like a matter of consistency. Sure. So anytime, like... Oscar's brought up or his birthday is brought up, she immediately will like either stop talking and tr- talk about something else or just talk like, or just shut down altogether. Sure. I was like, wow. Okay. They did a good job about that. I thought that was very neat. Um, the second time I actually noticed the Babadook in the old woman's house. Oh yeah. yeah. That was kind of neat. Um, then I, I wrote down, is it some kind of insect? Because every time they show the Babadook, there's like this chittering sound mm. and it moves like an insect would. There were like the, the cockroach infestation. And the, co- and the cockroaches. wasn't real or whatever. And it also eats other insects. It eats worms. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. is it supposed to be some kind of insect? Oh, no, but so if you remember the book, they show him, he looks kind of like a bat, actually. Kind of, yeah. So that was weird, too. I don't know that it even matters, but I just thought... But, like, he, like, crawled across the ceiling Ceiling, at one point like an insect because he moved in, like, really jittery... I think the stitchy movements were probably just a film... uh, Just to be uh, creepy. Yeah, because stitchy movements are super creepy. I agree. And they're easy and and cheap. Yeah, that's true. Because you you just film something regular and then cut out every fourth frame. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I just wonder if they were, like... uh, I was... There's so many insect... No, for sure. Things yeah. around it. I'm like, is it an insect? That's an interesting catch because I didn't really think about that. Yeah. No, it is interesting. One thing I caught uh, both times is like right when, um, so right after she got infested by the Babadook, remember when the kid was like, we need to leave. Like we need to go over to our neighbor's house. And she's like, you won't call anyone. And then like she falls asleep. And then in the middle of the night, she like wakes up and then like catches him calling her and says like, oh, can we stay with you tonight? And yeah. like, she like, yells at him about mm-hmm. that. And that was one of the freakouts. Um, she wakes up because like four different voices whisper, there's someone in your house. And then finally, like it was like, there's someone in your house. There's someone in your house. There's someone in your house. And she's like waking oh, up. And then screams. there's an old, and then there's an old, like a older man goes, there's someone in the house. And she wakes up and finds him. That reminds me of, I can't remember. It was a, a Blink-182 album <laughs> or a Panic at the Disco album. One huh. of the two. Huh. But if you left it on. For, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a secret. It's a secret. Uh, oh, the secret, secret track. track. Yeah. But the secret track is five minutes of silence. Yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, somebody yells, there's someone in the house. And then it just Fuck shuts. That. And then it just shuts oh. off. Fuck that. It scared oh. the shit out of me because I was listening to that like kind of late at night. And I yeah, think yeah, I was alone in sleep or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah. I was alone in the house. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I'm like falling asleep. And then I just yells, there's someone in the house. Yeah. I'm Actually, like, I yeah, just shit a, my pants. There's an Alanis Morissette album. I think it's Jagged Little Pill. It has to be because it's like the only one I ever bought. And um, I listen to. Shut up. No, I listen to. <laughs> Under rug swept, I think. Uh, uh, at the end of the last song, I think it's You Ought to Know, this, the alternate take. Mm-hmm. There's like, again, five minutes of silence. And she sings a song called Your House. Mm. And I remember, it's like a very soft, she's like, I went to your house. And I'm like, who the fuck? Like, I yeah, remember yeah. it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, so that, that just reminded me of that. Um, so that's really it from like my second scene. These are the things that I notice, and I just kind of want to comment on because yeah, I, I kind of like those things. Yeah. Um, but I just it was so hard to watch. I just didn't want to do it. I, I also this, wrote down the, 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 this lady single handedly delayed our podcast by like three months. Absolutely, because none of us wanted to watch it again. Yeah. So like my final notes are: Is the Babadook real? Uh, I had other ones, but I kind of addressed them earlier, or they're not important. I was: Is the Babadook real? I was like: Is it meant to represent her? Um, her loss and her sorrow, uh, or if it's real, what are its motives? Yes, yeah, seriously. What right? are its motives? Like, if it's real, if it is a monster, and I, I do kind of agree with you, where they kind of fucked up and yeah. they made it real, they kind of stapled it into reality. I can see. I do agree where it's like it. You it's can muddled. make the. It's you, muddled. Yeah, you can make the argument that it's a metaphor still. But I do agree that they went too hard on that last scene and kind of stapled it into a monster movie. This this movie is something that like a seventh grader would write. And I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, because a seventh grader would be like, this is so clever because it's a metaphor and it's, it's real. I have, I, what did I say after our first screening? I was like, this movie has four different writers yeah. and they all hate each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I, I agree. I think that it was like the house was supposed to be a metaphor for her as well. Yeah. Like her mental well-being. That's like the basement is where all of Oscar's things are kept. So that's like repressed. Right. But then also no. Right. Like yeah. also then there's the kid and he's running around through it and he gets dragged up the stairs. What yeah. is that? Top of consciousness. Is that supposed yeah. to be But that ego? represents the kid the moving kid, yeah. up, but also he's being physically dragged up I the like, stairs. This know. is so clever. You can't even handle it. Yeah. I can't. I really can't. So I really but, think uh, like somebody, I agree, like that somebody stapled in. They were like, okay. hey, but what if the Babadook also has like a physical manifestation? Like, yeah. why not? Yeah. So like, yeah, okay. that kind of pinned it into reality. Yeah. It's like, okay, crap. So yeah. Yeah, I guess it is real. Um, I guess it is real. No. Oh, oh, hey. Hey, oh hey. Um, No one's ever made that connection before. So then I asked a question, since it's real or if it is real, mm-hmm. what were its motives? Because yeah. it just suddenly That's appears. That's a great question. Yeah, it just suddenly appears and it seems to want to kill everyone to what end? Yeah. And I'm fine with I'm fine with monsters and scary things being vague, but everything else is fucking explained except for like ad nauseum. Well, no, ad nauseum, absolutely ad yeah. nauseum. Well, and you made you made a very good point, which is you know it's like if there's like a shark that you know Jaws, right? Yeah. Jaws wants to just eat everybody. Yeah, at and least it, it had a motive. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It. in He's this hungry. case, it's like He's it, hungry. Yeah. yeah, it tells yeah. you what it's going to do. Yeah, 
But why? To what, to end? what end? Yeah. Well, no, and you're right because it's like okay, Jaws never had a creepy Jaws book where he made bets with you. <laughs> yeah, Jaws is just like <laughs> I'm gonna eat you. I would watch the shit out of that movie. I bet I'm it's gonna. All- Poorly written because he doesn't have fingers. It's because yeah. he wrote it with his flipper. Yeah, and I, I bet I'm gonna eat you, and then like, I bet not. Yeah. <laughs> written it with blood, like oh. I guess man. Jaws two or three. One of them was like the kid of Jaws, like getting revenge. <laughs> that was two. But 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 again, like you know, it's like there was no psychological. He also got revenge on the other side of the continent. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was Ooh. that was weird. Yeah, yeah, he knew how to get on a bus. I guess. Um, <laughs> But no, you're absolutely right. Because like, if it's psychological, like, okay, psychological monsters make sense. And then, yeah, they pinned it to reality, which I like the way you put that. And then, but yeah, like a pinned to reality monster, it's like, isn't psychologically knocking three times. And 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 it's it's also like super powerful too. Because then like, it was like moving her bed and then she like, made it stop and then now it lives in the basement why because she stood up to it and what is like and, does and, confidence well, that's why it can't possibly be real like, no that's i why know i can't, well, and, I can't and so accept that i understand that yeah. if denying it makes it more powerful what happens if you let it in the first time is that the way you defeat it yeah exactly it's like no, oh now you live with us now you're not supposed to let it in remember it's like yeah. yeah so he's like don't let it in don't let it in don't let it in but and then she's like, like, so I think that she did the best she could to not let it in, and it still got but in. Wait, so so but she you, opened the you door after it knocked. Oh, so right. you don't let it in, and it exponentially gets more powerful. Like you have to, like I think you, you have, have to, to believe in it, but not let it in. Like yeah. I think that's but the yeah, magic I think all this discussion just confirms that this is like a seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, what about absolutely. this? And what about now? This? I think I wrote this film yeah. really quickly. The most important note that I have because I was like I wrote these I'm like okay we're wrapping up the movie like I'll write like kind of like is a Bobadook real is it not like here's the questions I want to ask then my last question is written all in caps where did Samuel get that fucking dove from <laughs> he, he did a magic trick oh, yeah, at the yeah. end yeah. where he like did that thing where like yeah. a magician will like real? turn a like he'll turn this like little white pellet and then he'll open a plate and yeah. there's a dove there yeah. I totally get it when a when an adult <laughs> magician does it because i understand that they can get doves where did this child get a dove to the point where he surprised his mother oh my god i mean he probably just did like a job for arrested development just went to the pet store (laughs) no but that's the thing where it's like how did he do it job's an adult you have to be 18 years old to get a pet job is an adult she's not aware of this dove where did that dove come from that's the real plot hole in this movie dead dove oh my god you just Oh my God, Dove Twitter. I don't know what I was expecting. Hashtag I bet, Dove I bet, I bet there's probably somebody on Reddit who was like, the Dove is the actual Babatuk. Yeah. And it represents, that. and then he's got, a, he's got a manifesto about how I didn't get the movie. Yeah, you're not smart enough to get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to get it. <laughs> All right, so. Oh my God. That was my second screening. It was so hard to get through. So, um, so let's go ahead and give our grades. Yeah, letter grades. All right, so Matthew, give us your grades. D, D plus. Okay. Thanks to the hardworking folks of the VLC project. That's right. <laughs> Sheila? Uh, I'm going to say first screening, B minus, C, C plus. Second okay. Um, this is actually hard for me. Like, this movie is almost ungradable for me because it's like, it's almost like pass fail. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it's instead of like a great like you never want to give out you never want to give out the perfect 10 right yeah because, and like and i, I almost, don't want to give this a perfect f no, either and that's the thing yeah. i didn't want to i didn't want to say that this is one of the worst movies i've ever seen because that sounds so hyperbolic yeah. and like yeah. dramatic yeah but it kind of is yeah and like i i have seen 
I would say one worse movie than this. Oh, what is and it? it's called So I Married a Strange Person. It was ah. a Canadian animation oh, okay. from like the oh. late 90s. Sure. It was fucking awful. Fair enough. And it made ju- almost as much sense as this one did. Yeah. I think Here's I the funny thing it. is that, uh, okay, so I'll give my grade. Um, I'll give this a C minus going on D plus. Okay. Um, as much as I didn't like it, I was still like interesting. It's still watchable. I, I remember watching it today. No. <laughs> I was watching it today and I was like, I think I might actually give this movie a B, like a solid middle B, not because like I hated watching it. So it's not because I enjoyed the film itself, but the second time that I watched it, I was actually able to like sit back a little bit and the kind of the nicety of the second half of the film is that that fucking child stops screaming for mm-hmm. once. True. And then I can actually like kind of observe the things that are happening. And the foundation of the film is really great. We were talking uh, off air a little bit about the potential of the movie. There actually seems like there's quite a bit of potential if they'd done a better job of not just like taking a 15 minute sh- like short and just making it 90 minutes long, which is essentially what they did. They're like the actual idea of the Babadook one figure out if you want to be a monster, or if you want to yeah. be a metaphor um, or do a more clever job of marrying the two. Um, that's one figure thing. Figure out what his motives are. Figure out what his motives are too. Like make the kid like slight, like any amount more enjoyable to like, watch as an audience yeah, member. You can, you can make him annoying without making him unbearable. Absolutely. Yeah, give me something I can like empathize with, yeah. right? Absolutely. Like he's picked on. His dad yeah. is dead. He's having a hard time at school. Like These are all things that like I can you well, know, yeah. empathize with as a human being, but it's like, God, I've never seen such a punchable kid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like Even Ebenezer Scrooge, who's like supposed to be like the world's biggest dickhead in like mm-hmm. literature, is way more likable as a character. Yeah. Than I'm starting to think I like kid. Anakin Skywalker more than I yeah, like absolutely. this kid, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's bonkers to hear. Um, so, but while I was watching it, I was able to be like, "Oh, actually, the way that they shot these the film was really well done. Like the they had a limited budget, and so the effects that they had were like they had to do like sparingly. But like the cinematography was really tight. The use of coloring, like the color palettes they had in the house, were like really tight. I thought mm-hmm. that like really added the ambiance. It did the thing that we talked about before, where it's like it didn't beat you over the head with uh, sound effects." Or, like, even the score. They're, like, it had a beautiful use of silence. It's because like, they didn't have any money. No, I know, but I actually... <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't mean that they didn't do a good I job just, with I it. just mean I think you're giving this movie way too much credit. Maybe, maybe. There was, there was that one scene where she's reading the, the Babadook book, I think, like, the second time or something like that, and the music's starting to pick up. Mm. And then she closes it, and the music stops. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's neat. I mean, mm. they employ that maybe more often than they should have, but... They did it a couple times. They did it a couple times. And that was a, like, I got it. You know how composition and, like, how storytelling You know how to surprise me with silence. But, like, it was was neat, and it was cool that they they did it. I guess I was, like, I I was refreshed. Like, that was the only refreshing moment in this movie, whereas, like, when you watch movies, like, current, like, kind of the current era movies, like uh, Blade Runner 2049, there is no silence in that movie. Mm. Absolutely. It's just like this constant drone throughout the entire movie. And yeah. so it was like, it's just, it was just exhausting. It was exhausting emotionally to watch, not because it was a particularly emotional movie, but sure. because it was just too much yeah. as a human being to take in sensors, yeah, like stimulus, yeah. uh, stimulus wise. This movie did a good job of like kind of doing the, like knowing the kind of middle ground to find. So that's what I mean, like, the foundations or the fundamentals of the movie are actually quite strong. That's why I was kind of going to give it a B. 
But then as we were talking about it throughout this uh, recording, I remembered how much I fucking hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so that's why I'm like, I was like, pass fail. I was like, so I gave it like a C minus. I, I liked it like maybe a little bit better. And that was because of like, I actually liked the everything that didn't have to do with the story or characters has a really beautiful fun yeah i was like i really like the grip i really like the best yeah, boy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like all the other things associated yeah, the with catering this movie for that movie i'm sure it was fantastic yeah absolutely all yeah. all of the other things like, i actually fine dinner i think that the director did a good job i think the editor did a good job it was yeah. a tight movie from those perspectives so i'll probably give it like a c c minus a c I was like thinking maybe B, but then I was just like, I fucking, I fucking hate this. Movie. I have to say it. Like, like I part can't. of it is like part of it is my enjoyment level as well. Yeah. If it was based on strictly my enjoyment level as well, I would give this a solid steel F. Yeah. Because I never want to see this movie again. Yeah. And every time I bring it up again from now on, I'm only going to get angry. Yeah. I, and yeah, so the my appreciation of the art form of movie making elevates it to maybe c minus to c still level somewhere around there maybe d actually is more appropriate i'm not sure is the thing i really can't place it i have to say it and like i don't mean to rag on your second opinion or to take it over but it's like everything positive you described is like either done by accident or was like welcome to film 101 high shots imply dominance and it's like oh that's good yeah i'll do that <laughs> like there's there's nothing creative there's nothing particularly creative about this idea and no. anything they executed i think is basic competence like i would never sure. i would never go to my doctor and be like the way that he knows human anatomy it just really impressed me i'd be like he's a doctor you're supposed to know human anatomy maybe you're right maybe <laughs> I, I am you could, be, you could be right that maybe is the bare minimum but yeah. i've seen some fucking true so yeah, it's true. like i've seen people that can't even get that right yeah, that true. to me is like an and idea. they're also like and those are blockbuster movies yeah. like they're made by big like movie like i'll i'll be honest like michael bay yeah doesn't true, know true, how true. to like frame a shot half yeah. the time yeah. so it's just like okay and also yeah. like just because something's like beautifully shot doesn't mean you have to like it either right? yeah yeah for sure yeah, yeah so. which this is not beautifully shot. no 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 no, no, no i'm like, not like, suggesting this. like like children of men is like my going back to sean like children of men I understand uh, cinematography. The cinematography of Children of Men is fantastic, and that movie is goddamn boring to me. Oh, but, I really but I, res but I res no, and that's okay. I actually really love it. No, I know I a lot of people it. do. Yeah, yeah. But like, I understand and respect the cinematography of Children of Men. Like to me, like to quote Chris Rock, "I ain't never been to prison. You're not supposed to go to prison. You low expectation having mother trucker. Yeah, like yeah. it's like." The cinematography of this movie was good. It's like, this was bare minimum for a movie of any release. Whereas, whereas, right. whereas like I said, cinema, like, like Children of Men, I don't really like that movie, but I respect that cinematography. I guess you're right. It could be that I hate this movie so fucking much that the fact that it did anything right, I'm like, oh my God. What, what, like, what you described to me sounded like Stockholm Syndrome. I was about to say absolutely that. did. I was about to say I, that. It absolutely did. <laughs> I, what I will say, like, especially for like the horror genre, indie horror movies, yeah. I've seen some bad indie horror movies. No, Most I, of them are just porn. Yeah, true. Like, okay. Not even like gore porn. Like, I'm watching regular porn no and then someone gets stabbed no in the most dick of them are not because like i have seen because that would actually be okay like if, <laughs> if i if i watched a porn movie and a horror movie suddenly like appeared it's like at least i'm watching a porn movie because like <laughs> those bad horror movies i've seen way way more of them than i ever should have mm -hmm. and like 
I was like, man, I wish I was either watching a horror movie or watching a porn movie, and I'm watching neither, which is neither. the worst of both worlds. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess just... I'm, I'm at a crossroads here where I don't know how to describe this movie other than, like, I don't enjoy it. No. I appreciate whatever, like, the effort it took into making it. I think that there was a lot of potential. I just don't know where to grade it. Yeah, fair enough. You know, and that's Maybe exactly that's it. Where it's like, yeah. it's not even like, it's not that confusing of a movie. I'll be honest. Like, I, it makes it sound like, oh, holy crap, this is the one movie that they couldn't figure out a grade for. It's like, no, it's just a high quality. Yeah. Turd. It's really just. It's honestly that like I'm at the point right now where it's like I honestly don't want to think about this movie anymore to consider giving it a grade. It, it this movie is slightly more complicated than Dread. And I love Dread. Yeah. But Dread is the definition of cut and dry. Yeah. And, like, this movie is slightly more complicated than Dread. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, yeah. So, no, I did not like this movie. I don't think that was clear. Oh, God. (laughs) In case anybody was curious, I hate this movie. Mm -hmm. It almost actually ended this podcast because I didn't want to watch this movie again. I was, I, there was actually a period where I was like, maybe I should just like ask Matthew, like, do we want to just like, yeah, the the dirty secret is until we record it and you edit it and publish it, it never happened and they don't know it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We could make, we could have like, we could have popcorn, we could have popcorn 2007 this again and be like, oh, we couldn't find Boba Dude. Yeah, be like, if they could stream me on Netflix, I'd be like, what's, Netflix. Yeah, what's up? Uh, <laughs> I don't understand what you kids yeah. do these days. What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> what the fuck is the internet? Wait, you can get porn on the internet? Oh, get boy. the fuck out right yeah. now. That was a classic Eminem reference. Okay, so that was a Babadook. Huh? Don't, don't watch it. Please don't. Please God, don't. don't watch Again, it. Again, the internet will tell you it's amazing, and I think that a large percentage of these people were just like, that movie was bad, I don't get it, it must be good. I think that this is the only movie that I've, that we've done so far, that I've said, don't watch this movie. I would also, I wish I could tell myself to not watch this Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. <laughs> I wish you yeah. could go back no, in time. R- yeah. Uh, yeah, and correct my mistake. Yeah. There's so many other horror movies we could have watched. We could have fucking watched Get Out. I don't know why I didn't think about that. I just like bothered it, came because it. I don't think that movie was out when we watched it. No, it was. I don't know what time is. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And so, I think it was at least. Um, no. It, we could have like, watched The Night Before Christmas and I could have given you so many useless trivia facts. It, it was like, we watched Four Rooms and that movie didn't deserve a second screening. This movie didn't deserve a single screening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was like, like Four Rooms almost broke the medium of this podcast at because least, it didn't least, deserve a second screening. But at least that movie was fun to watch once. Four movies was at least four, four rooms. Four, four rooms was at least a movie. It told <laughs> yeah. a story or, or four two stories. More stories. It made sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What I've learned is you guys suck at picking movies. Like that's. Mm. Kind of true. Mm. I did pick she's Zootopia. Yeah, not- no, Zootopia was fine. Zootopia was I fine. Zootopia. I, it was yeah. fine. Yeah. It, was, it was fine. It was fine. I, I actually, it, Zootopia did actually prove the point of this podcast again because yeah. it, I didn't like it the second time. That was interesting to see how my opinion changed from no, screening watched, to screening. Because yeah. you watched Zootopia twice. That's yeah. why you didn't well, no, like yeah. it. And they I really liked it the first And time. they can't all be winners, but with that being said, this movie was so bad. Yeah, no, I don't ever want to watch this movie yeah. again. I don't I, ever... I, I know don't. I'm going to think about this movie again. I don't want to. Yeah. It's think about it okay. against your will. Oh. All right, so to cleanse our palate, and because it's my birthday month, in the month of recording this, God knows when it's, <laughs> this <laughs> so is when ever this coming out. out in 2020. Yeah, exactly. Um, based on my track record so far. Yeah. Um, don't ruin the Green Day of this podcast. Yeah. 
Another turning point, <laughs> more stuck in the road. Is this Green Day? Yeah, it's Green Day. Thank God. Um, we are going to do my favorite movie of all time. The Babadook. The Babadook. <laughs> we're doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> Strive in. No. I like it. Uh, no, we're going to do Porco Rosso, a Miyazaki film. Oh. One of his more underrated uh, things. So this is actually going to be kind of like uh, one of the more like the stories that like people don't really think about when they think about Miyazaki. When you think about Miyazaki, you think of like My Neighbor Totoro, Princess Mononoke, yeah, or well. Spirited Away. Did you Howl's, Howl's Moving Castle as well? That's okay. another Miyazaki. I've only seen film. two of his movies. I've seen Howl's Moving Castle and the Spirited my Away. Friend, my friend Totoro. Oh, My oh, Neighbor my Totoro. Neighbor yeah. I. Amusingly, I think that you would really like uh, Princess Mononoke. That's possible. Um, I love uh, Porco Rosso. So this is actually going to be kind of like my f- The Fountain, yeah, which sure. was our first one. I've seen it a million times. He does have a huge Porco Rosso tattoo. On his I do have a huge Porco Rosso. No, I have actually... Uh, my friend does these things called Dream Boxes, mm-hmm. which are basically like layered uh, paper to oh, create a those. 3D effect. Yeah, I've seen those are awesome. I have it upstairs in the den, yeah. and it's of Porco Rosso. That's cool. So like... And, it's like a super cool thing. Like this yeah. is like, this is totally my aesthetic. Like I'm totally a di- like it's kind of a diesel punk kind, not diesel punk, but it's like kind of that style of movie where like if you liked Tailspin, as Tailspin, if you like Tailspin, you'll probably like this movie because they're kind of the same aesthetic. Like they're kind of the same idea where it's like kind of the jazz era of when like planes were kind of like weirdly shaped and also like interesting to yeah, watch. Yeah, they're new and novel. Yeah, exactly. And so that's kind of what was going on. Also, it's like Miyazaki's love letter to planes and oh. like air travel. And yeah. he loves like that this era of uh, planes and stuff like that. Like sure. as a person, he's like totally. Yeah, it's great. Oh my God, they're coming for me. Kirkland. <laughs> but uh, so he loves this era of like, yeah. Um, it's like when it was mystical and magical. Yeah, and so like this yeah, is kind so of his his love letter to that period. Yeah. And so like a hundred years in the future, they're gonna be like, we're gonna watch this movie called Apollo Thirteen back when space was interesting and novel. <laughs> Whereas now they're just annoyed that they get peanuts on their trip to Mars. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, join us next time for the second screening podcast where we watch. Porco Rosso, Baba Duke.